0: Oh,
1: wow. Sorry, y'all. You are listening to the urban sports scene, and I'm Wole. and wait for my co host Ray G's. And we are part of Amp Media. That's com. Hold on, Ray G's is on right now. What's going on, Ray, bruh?
0: Hey, bruh. <laughs> what did you say, Ray? I said, the, 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 my, my, yeah, technical difficulties, man. <laughs> it's, it's all good, the second bro. time in a row, bruh. It's What's all going good. going on, bruh? Everything's
1: good, man. Everything is good. Um, I'm 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 Lam, your co host, Ray Jeezy, the other <laughs> co-host. Uh, what's going on, man? Uh dog, what's been man? You it's a busy day. We've
0: been hustling. Folks on the backstory. Hey. we've been hustling, we've been grinding. <laughs> hey, check us out though, man. Like, like we're going to talk about in the opening, man. you on mm. YouTube. Of course, subscribe to our channel. We got some stuff because we're going to drop on YouTube later on. I'm excited about it. Wolay well, already knows what I'm talking about. Wolay, we'll of course, all burgundy and go to everything. Check that channel out as well. Listen, we doing big things and we appreciate your support. Yeah. Yeah, TI salute to the Homie Lou, man. It's yeah. about to go
1: down. Yeah, it's about to go down, man. Lou but that he about to pop on this thing too, man. Everything is it's it's coming in, dog. It's coming in. So, yeah, it's Ray, Ray's talking about a bomb show. I was listening to it. Ray, it was dope. I just love the DMV DC vibe. Like he would I'll, I'll, all I will say is his, your guest was definitely from DC. He was definitely from <laughs>
0: Hey, no doubt. Yeah, if definitely. you was from, if you if you're from the DMV or you got HBCU ties, you're gonna love that. Yeah, you're gonna love it. Cause I was like, damn, he's and
1: then and yeah, I was loving it. And it had that PG vibe too. You know, I'm like kind of. It, it it was what it was, man. It, it was what it was a sight to behold. i really appreciated it, though. I ain't gonna hold you. I was behold. I was behold,
0: there you go. Behold. behold. <laughs> I yes,
1: said a sir. sight to behold. Go, but you know what time it is. Anyway, I mentioned Amplify Media earlier. Amplify Media hosts multiple DMV sports podcast shows, such as the John Kine Report, hosted by ESPN Washington Commanders, Insider John Kine and Jones Football, hosted by USA Today Insider Mike Jones. You can subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcasts. Just search the Urban Sports Scene.
0: And like my man Lou is saying right now, hey, subscribe to the Urban Sports Scene on YouTube, and yes, hit that like button. And don't forget to hit us up on X at Urban Sports Scene and like our Urban Sports Scene Facebook page. You can also hit us up on IG at Urban Sports Scene. And also, join our
1: Urban Sports Scene Facebook group. Search Urban Sports Scene sports bloggers, sports podcasters, and sports
0: debates. And, yeah, listen, you got time. Only if you have time. Go check out Football Garbage Time. They talking trash. <laughs> they, they, they win about, like, one game in our weekly NFL pick challenge. We we, we, we go up against the, the Football Garbage Time podcast every single mm-hmm. year. Again, check out their, their their website. They are some dope dudes, man. FootballgarbageTime.com. It's part of the Urban Sports Scene versus Football Garbage Time Pick'em Challenge. All right, man, let's get into
1: our tradition, the pregame. Here's what we have on tap. Uh, We'll debate if Coach Coach Ron Rivera truly changed the Washington Commanders' culture for the better and the Commanders' next opponent in the L.A. Rams. Then at 8.30, uh, we'll talk about Commanders' linebacker Jamin Davis being out for the season. At 8.40, we'll talk about the Washington Capitals and Wizards possibly moving to Northern Virginia. Then at 8.50, (laughs) we'll talk about – an, excuse me, an Illinois state student uh, throwing out the racial slur to a Norfolk state's men's basketball player. We'll also discuss the play of Norfolk state and multiple Miac men's basketball teams. Finally at nine at we'll, 15 we'll recap Devin Haney's dominating performance over Regis progress Saturday night. Our homie Lou from live with light skin Lou will join us to recap the fight. All right, let's get into it right um, before. I actually let me like, pull this up to us at the same time. Um, pull this up at the same time, so I won't be like lost. All right, we saw we saw this. It was it went viral. Um, even after first off, even after the bye week, the Commanders still make news. It's crazy. Um, this <sighs> team is in the this team, like I mentioned, in the news. Former Washington Commanders and current Chicago Bears defensive end Montez Sweat, Sweat excuse me, said this about the Commanders team. Uh, I think sometime like last, or well, this earlier this week. Where I came from, it was, you know what I'm saying? It was kind of like uh,
2: just waiting on the season and kind of. But here it's like uh, every week, you know, it's, it's a new challenge. And people want to play for the, for the man beside them. That's that's what I'm here for.
1: All right, Ray, first off, man, your thoughts on his comments, man, he talking about, you know, how this team was before he left.
0: Getting in line. Antonio Pierce, Preston Smith, to name a few guys when they leave this 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 organization, they talk about the difference in culture wherever they go. They go to other franchises and the Bears have been compared to Washington. So that's saying a lot when you hear Montez Sweat say, basically mm-hmm. we're still competing over here. And the Bears are still competing to their credit. But I don't wanna to take too much away from Coach Rivera. Coach Rivera has been a punching bag for obvious reason, largely because you've been losing. But at the same time, Coach Rivera does often get this team rolling late in the season or mid season. And as of now, it's just been chaotic. Because of multiple reasons, you had to trade away two defensive players, you had to let your defensive coach go. But Coach Rivera is partly to blame for those things. So I can't necessarily say he's absolved of all responsibility because it's obviously his choice and who he has on his coaching staff. And after that Chicago game is probably when some choices, I mean, some changes should have been made, mainly Jack Del Rio, according to all the experts and all the people that I respect out here. Um, but it's not surprising, unfortunately. And Wole, I saw that you quote uh, tweeted that. I don't know what we supposed to call it. Quote posted? <laughs> you you basically said after Monson, like, you either said facts or, yep, yes, sir. Like, you understood exactly where he was coming from. Yeah. So you, you agree with what he was saying. Yeah, I agree with what he's saying. I think Chase said the same thing. People, like, they
1: didn't want to listen to it because Chase said it, right? You know, he went to San yeah. Francisco. They were like, oh, it's just different. This team is about winning. Um, I put it on, I mean, you gotta, at the end of the day, you put it on the figurehead. The figurehead of this team organization has always been, since these dudes have been around basically, it's been, it has been Ron Rivera. It's, he is the, he is the temperature. He is the culture, right? You know, like basically saying to me, that's like, they checked out this season. We've said that in the past that, yeah, this team tends to play hard for him in prior seasons. But if you look at, if we're looking at the body work this season, we can't say that's happened. We can't say that they look like they're improving, Right. and and like right now it looks it's definitely worse than prior years so it's something that happened during this season where these dudes have checked out you know what i mean like it seems like and even when you hear ron rivera and pressers it's like okay he's kind of baffled he's kind of fatigued so to a certain extent i kind of i definitely agree i think that what he's saying is all right dudes are now they're not looking into it like oh, we're trying to win Chicago Bears don't look like a team that's going to make the postseason, but you see them playing hard. Like they beat the Detroit Lions twice this season, right? A team that everybody has so much respect for. But that's that's hunger. They're playing for their coach, right? Even a lot of people are saying they're playing to get like two top-end draft picks. Now they Car- Carolina helps control them to get that first that first pick overall. But in terms of even their 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 own pick, a lot of folks were saying, like. Yo, Detroit. I mean, the Bears can get the can get two. Uh, they can have two picks in the top four. Now they're playing hard to a point where you know. I mean, not to be funny, but they are in the playoff race, and that's how bad the NFC is. But they are in the playoff race. So to me, like that does say something. Like he's saying here, their coach Chicago dudes are playing for him. That's basically what he's saying. Dudes are playing for them and playing for him in Chicago. Dudes weren't doing that with Rivera
0: this season. I got a question. So do you think he was talking about simply this season right here where the guys on Washington were waiting for the season in, or is he speaking in past tense where he's saying that's how it is in Washington where we just wait for the season and we don't play like this, or was he just just describing what the culture was like this season?
1: I I think he's talking about this season, just the frustration with this season. I feel like – I'm just wondering. Because if you look at, like to your point, like what you mentioned earlier, like the body of work, right, we've seen them in prior seasons like rally rally for Ron Rivera even last year like they rallied I don't, right. I don't like for Rivera or for whatever they rallied last they rallied they played harder it got to a point a second point in the season where a second a second a certain section in the season where they played better football last year this season has been so consistently the same right it hasn't been like a role like people can could say roller coaster whatever but there's been this they've there have been especially on his side of football like he's talking like defense on his side of the football it's been constant It's been a constant thing you know what i'm saying like they've been bad all year you know i want to put
0: it out there to the listeners though i just want to know and i want to get your comments Uh he's clearly taking a shot at the organization but if you're an ex-teammate do you take this personal like hey that's my man like is he is he coming for me if Mm -hmm. if i'm john allen or if i'm if i'm deron Payne, am i like look man that's not representing me hey bro like would you text and reach out like what are you talking about because you know how we roll you know how we played hard i'm wondering if it's more so I don't like this organization no more because of what I experienced and the expectations that we had, we fell short of. Or is he taking a direct shot at, at ex-teammates? I don't think he's taking a shot at players at all. I
1: think no. it's I think it's culture. I think it's the it's the culture. Like that D-line with like regardless of people, that D-line unit was tough, but they were tight. They were for, they were tight. Like, so I don't think it's players. I, I definitely don't think it's players. I think it's 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 the culture that you created. Like, look at the thing. Mm. Chase didn't say, because Chase and Montez are best, basically best friends. Chase didn't say the players aren't expected to win. Like, it's the it's the what you breathe. He's talking about, these dudes are talking about the people that are in charge. They're not talking about the players. They're talking about the dudes in charge. They're not talking about a Cam Curl. They're not talking about De'Ron Payne. They're really not. They're not talking about Jonathan Allen. They're talking about, and their defensive players, so they're definitely going to talk about the players that they play besides. They're not talking about those dudes. They're talking about coaches. You know what I mean? That's how I look at it. It's yeah. the leadership thing. Anytime you hear somebody say, like, you know, we play hard for this dude. Why are you not playing hard for your dude? He he used the coach in Chicago in comparison to what in Washington. He didn't say to play. He used that. He used the coaches. He didn't say, like, our players are playing hard. Like, he said, we play hard for the Chicago coach. That's what he, he used that example. If he wanted to say all players weren't playing hard, he would just use the players. He wouldn't use a coach for an example.
0: Mm. Yeah, that's a direct shot of Rivera and or J, JDR because yeah, some people some people would say, well, what's the, what's the the issue to where the players can't take the initiative themselves? Well, you're being coached. You're being put in a certain position. You have a scheme that you're running. As somebody yeah. once said on our other pod, they're running an old defense. The defense was outdated that they were running and it didn't put the players in position to succeed. That's debatable, mm-hmm. I guess, but at the same time, it speaks to that word culture, and and hey, a yeah. X was blowing up about the culture of this thing. By the way, just saying, I know. Oh we'll yeah, I know. We'll get
1: there, but it, it's definitely blowing up. But yeah, that's the thing. Like <laughs> when we talk about that situation, we talk about sweat. I mean sweat. I don't. I, I think we put two in, when two players come out and say it. You got Chase and Montez say the same thing, right? A lot of people, like I said earlier, a lot of people kind of blew off what Chase said because it's Chase and Chase is like polarizing you Know what I mean to a lot of people to to this no to this fan base, he's polarizing. So when Montez says it it's different now, right? I don't know if you like peep the vibe on on X, it's different now. Like now people are listening you got some people that are like, Oh man, you know, you know, what some people are negative about it, but most of the people, the majority are like, Oh, you know what I mean? Like, we already knew this or whatever. Like it wasn't, it wasn't held in a negative in a negative form or a negative light at all. So to me, looking at this situation, it's definitely again, it's definitely a, a culture thing, and a, and what breeds a culture is all in, in terms of winning football games is your coach. That's what breeds culture. I don't get into all the other stuff, but I'm talking about in terms of winning football games, it's a coach. Like you see, you see on every situation, you see it in, with Sean McVay and the, with the Rams and that the Washington, Washington's next opponent. Like they lost a lot of players, and that team is playing hard. Uh This they're playing hard this year. Um you're looking at um, like the Ravens and we talk about the Ravens all the time. Right? I feel like, you know, we could talk about the Ravens all day. Jim Harbaugh, I mean, John Harbaugh, what he's doing. You know what I mean? It's a culture. So that's that's the thing. But, Ray, you mentioned it uh, this year. This is year. This is year four for Coach Rivera. A lot of folks. I mean, they like they they, they like, like using the term that he's changed the culture. A lot of folks believe that um, he is. 26, 36, and one within his three years and some change. Uh, do you think Coach Rivera has truly changed the culture in DC, right?
0: I'm a bit torn by this one, and it's because of the listeners. And right now, man, I'm looking at X. If you check X well like they're getting spicy, man. <laughs> guy,
2: look, look,
0: hey fellas, I don't think it's that serious to go back and forth so hard. I mean, I know we're opinionated and we like to we like to debate. I understand that. At the same time, I don't know if it's worth it in terms of just what they just mention? the record of coach Rivera. however somebody posed an interesting thought can we separate winning from culture now it, it, the two for many go hand in hand like when you say somebody has created a winning culture yeah but some say coach Rivera walked into such a mess that was so much bigger than him when you think about sexual harassment no sure. real hr department that the fact that he's had some difficulty on the field it's not a surprise yeah. but Some of those issues no longer exist he made some good hires um the the franchise made some good hires but if you ask me no he did not make a difference because at the end of the day it's a football franchise a football franchise is expected to do what win Win. so that's why i'm I'm a little torn by it but i think no he hasn't changed the course because the team still isn't winning and even with the owner being gone even with some of the negative distractions being gone you still have the same narratives it's not about football it's about everything else he, he doesn't know what, how to handle the media at times. He threw EB under the bus early. You know what I'm saying? He did the same thing to Montez last season. I just feel like he's mismanaged a whole lot being not just the head coach, but also one that's in charge of player personnel. So no, he hasn't changed the culture. Um, it hasn't gotten worse because it can't get worse. <laughs> we talking about Washington. At <laughs> the same time, he hasn't changed the culture, unfortunately. And even if he was winning, if that negative stuff were, were, were to continue, we wouldn't be talking about it as much because folks would be focused on what's going on in the field.
2: Yeah.
1: You mentioned it. So we had, we put a poll out there, you know, saying after hearing when Woo. Montez sweat said, do you think commanders head coach Rivera has really changed the culture? 79% said no. 21% said yes. And these, and these are 211 folks who voted. Um, uh, let me read a couple comments first before I get into my opinion. <laughs> Be uh, careful. Joe T said moving past Snyder error is a is a, a definite yes, and by def, uh, by and by default, the culture has changed, but it seems several players all feel some kind of way. All about 2024 now and now and and new ownership head coach that st- head coach staff and players manifesting the house cleaning, they may have to fall a little more to rise higher. Wow. Um, and that was about, uh, Joey, Joe, Joe T. Um, that dude on tone X said, absolutely. People forget about the mess. Dan, uh, Dan Snyder, Bruce Allen, J. Grew left us in. We are in much, we are much, we are in much better shape because of Rivera. He just, he just isn't going, going to all, going to all of a sudden be a difference maker when it comes to winning football games. But I mean, so much respect and best wishes, but bye now. <laughs> uh John <laughs> Taman, uh, that's at Bang Radio Hour, uh said, seems the same from the football aspect. Hope hopefully it's it, it is the end of the Snyder uh malaise once the season is over and the house gets gets uh scored. Sandra uh, Simon, Sandra, Sandra Simone said, um, tweet, I mean, tweeted, I guess they'll call it tweeted, tweeted, said, I think in the beginning, maybe. But players bought in but it but he's lost the locker room now and q said trade players um trade players are just butthurt oh traded yeah, traded he meant traded mm. players are just butthurt they got traded um it's a bunch but i am not gonna read them all it's a yeah bunch. yeah it's
0: it's a lot of comments, a lot of comments. Spicy. i will say As this though a,
3: mm-hmm.
0: when it when it comes to culture whether you're winning or not like for example dan Campbell in, in, in detroit he didn't yeah. win last season but many said the culture's changing like you could see it we won last but year I mean, not, not he didn't they were, win. They went like nine, they, win, they they,
1: they won like He didn't nine. win enough to go ahead. You mean the year before last, or the, like they won? They got they
0: almost made the playoffs last year. Almost, yes. Yeah. So yeah. you saw the culture was yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, like, yeah,
2: yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, That's okay. what I'm saying. He didn't win enough to necessarily his team make noise in the playoffs. But you saw the culture yeah, yeah. changing. Of course. In this course. case, you're not. In this case, you didn't. Versus, like, for example, uh past guests. Don't mean beat up on them, Coach Coach Hugh Jackson. People were scratching their head when he was in Cleveland. Like, I don't know what the culture changed under Hugh. Brandon yeah. Staley is a good example in, in, in uh, LA, the Chargers. Like, I don't know what the culture's changing around this guy. And I think it's the same thing around Rivera. You can see it if it's happening. Even if the wins aren't necessarily materialized, like you may want as a fan, you will see it changing. And Coach yeah. Rivera has not done on either front, even though he's made some efforts. I just feel like it, it's been a lot for him. And he said that many times. I, this is harder than what I thought. He's been real about it. So this is my thing. I don't really care
1: about all the other stuff. I just care about wins. <laughs> I'm look. I'm I'm real. Like I ain't going to get you all that. Like when you are a fan, I don't care if you're a fan. You care about winning. That's it. That's all you care about. Like as a fan, if you're in the building, that's different. But as a fan, all you should care about is winning. Like there are some horrible owners in the NFL. Like there's some horrible owners in the NFL. But they win. If they win, you're not, you don't, you won't hear anything. You don't care. Period. You don't care. You'll be like, oh, my team is winning. The owner is secondary to you. It's been like that for years. There's has bit some bad owners in the, in the NBA. If they win games, nobody talks don't no one talks about them when they're winning games. I mean when they're losing, you talk about them. All I care about is wins. And in terms of changing culture and winning, Ron Rivera hasn't changed anything to me. Jay Gruden has more winning seasons than Ron Rivera. Yeah. What is that? Like, what is that? Like, he's the same to me. Like, Ron Rivera is the same to me as Jay. Like, you can mention Jay because Jay was Jay had that scandal when he went outside and I mean went out and hung out with some kids, and the, they put him on social media, whatever. You can say that, but it's and he, there's nothing illegal. I don't think anything illegal happened, but in terms of X and O's and, and on the football field, Jay is comparable to, Mar- to Ron Rivera. And, that's that's, he, and, and yeah. to me, if, if he's comparable, there's no change in culture to me. So if you're going to say Ron Rivera changed the culture, yes, he he came in, the NFL, he came in, he changed some stuff. I, you can make the argument, the NFL helped, helped them change some stuff. You can make that argument. And everything was, and they, they changed the host, they changed staff and everything. But again, in terms of winning culture, because that's what we talk. When we talk about a coach, we're talking about what wins, right? That's the culture. For a coach, the culture is, of a coach is to win. The coach to change an organization, coach the culture of a whole organization is ownership. So we're going to see what Josh Harris does. That's who's going to see who changes the culture of everything. That's who you want to see who change the culture. But in terms of a coach's the culture and the coach the coach and GM, because Ron did both, that's on the field. Your GM. Two, it's supposed to change the culture on the field. Like, we don't talk about John Lynch changing the culture in San Francisco about him with personnel stuff. No. I mean, like, front of office bull crap. We talk about John Lynch changing the – help change the, him and Kyle change the culture of San Francisco. Where, right On the field. That's what it's about. All the other stuff is for, like, other people to talk about. But if you're a fan, if you're really rooting for a team, you care about – you care about what that team is doing on the field.
0: Hey, bro. That's why it's so important who you hire. Mm-hmm. And Jay gruden I think it was justifiable. He was hot at the time. He was hot. Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton was that guy. You know, what yeah, saying AJ true, Green, true. they had that connection. But Coach Rivera, it was more so about we need to get a diverse hire
2: mm-hmm.
0: for a, a owner who was trying to save the franchise and he wanted to change the perception.
2: Yep.
0: So Coach Rivera might not have been the best the best person you see other coaches right up the road we always talk about this in baltimore hey next man up mentality and works out they still win games even when they have injuries running backs go down quarterbacks go down safeties go down uh your top players get hurt the season ain't over the fans Mm -hmm. are still filling that stadium culture that's culture right there that's culture and coach Rivera yeah he had a good background and yes he 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 brought some diversity in the building but he did not change the culture my friends that's that's the
1: basically that's basically it that's what I, that's all I'm saying like I, I've seen the little tweets and stuff folks are saying like yeah he's done this with the front office you know everything's different but what is how does that really impact you like for real like how does that impact you man the commanders had all all them great young coaches who you got rid of them all they did they did but again that's prior to this like that's prior to this organiz, prior to like what Ron is doing but it's true though that's true but in terms of this argument like nah like this team has never this what, what's going on like this team has never been i don't know what's happening like this team on the field nothing has changed you got j stuff you still got j stuff like you still got leaks you got all that you still got leaks in the building
0: you at one point <laughs> this man brought a kicker in from ups who hit the butt of his line trying to yeah. kick the ball. It is again head scratching stuff. Like, what are we Bro, doing here?
1: Here go, here goes. There, there, I, yeah, that's all this. Eight oh and five in the division. <laughs> Culture change where? Yes, <laughs> yeah. Culture change where. Thanks, my man. Hey, that, that's That's what I'm talking you. about. Culture change where that's what I'm saying. Like, stuff like that. Like what do we but the poll,
0: speaks for, the poll speaks for itself. And when we look at polls and everything, when there's election season going on in our country, we look at polls, right? Uh, <laughs> I, sound, I, I sound like Glenn now. We look at polls, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah you do sound <laughs> like Glenn. <laughs> and, and what, <laughs> what, what, do, what do we do? We, we say, oh, you know what? This person's leading because the poll says they're ahead. Right <laughs> now, somebody somebody literally texted me yesterday, hey, Donald Trump is ahead 10 points with black voters for this next election. I'm like... Where did you get this from? A poll. <laughs> so we're gonna go off our poll. We're gonna say the culture didn't change. But you know what? The yeah. season has to continue to go on Sunday. The to travel to LA to take on the Rams. With all of what we have heard from Sweat, what do you expect to see Sunday? Also, you saw what the Rams did up in Baltimore. The Rams just pulled that off. Hey, they they, pulled they, off. They look like they look like Auburn against Alabama. They had that game. They fumbled the bag. The the Rams are still trying to win games. A different culture. With hey Lou, one of them coaches that got out the building. That's what you about to go face Sean McVay. Uh, Wole, what do you expect?
1: Yeah, it's gonna be tough, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: you got Aaron Donald, he Aaron look, Donald. You can't block, like, dude. Hey, you can't block, like, bro. Um, I will say this, man. Like, um, I'm just interested to see what some of the young boys got to do, bro. Like, I'm interested to see, like, hopefully Forbes is playing, but I do think this is like for offensive coordinator Eric Bienemy, this is like a game to kind of like. You know what kind of trying to after a bye, it's it's good to see what, what adjustments he made, you know what I'm saying, with Sam Howe and just to see if they can score, you know, they can score the football a little bit better. Um, defensively speaking, we Ron Rivera gets a whole like a whole week to now like run to get his stuff, get his stuff run run into, right? He had the bye-week to kind of practice and do what he wants to do and and really and take the temperature of his players and say what they like to do best, right? So he gets that opportunity. So, you know, if I'm a player. For the commanders. If I'm a young player, I'm not going to say I'm a vet. If I'm a young player, I'm going to be excited for this game. You know what I'm saying? I know Danny Johnson got released and they picked up a player off claimers today. So, um, so there's probably as a sign that maybe forwards will be playing today. Um, and if I'm like a safety, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to try to get hype to see what the, these guys can do. Uh, if I'm a safety, like if I'm Percy Butler, I'm excited to get out there to show that I'm better than what I've shown. Like if I'm, Quan Martin, I'm hoping that Quan Martin gets an opportunity to play um, safety. I've oh, I've been out there st- talking about it. I hope he gets the opportunity to play safety. If I'm uh shoot, if I'm uh, uh yeah Quan Martin, yeah. If I and also we'll talk about we'll talk about Jamin, but Jamin's gonna be out. He's out for the whole year. If I'm Jabril Cox, maybe I get an opportunity to play. So if I'm a young player and also tight end, um, tight end, uh the tight end uh, Turner. If I'm Turner. Like I'm hoping that he gets an opportunity to play. Cause now it's the time to showcase young players. I just want to see him showcase some young players.
0: What's going on Devon Man? What's, hey, on, man? what's good, brother? Hey, yeah. listen. Ch- hey, chime in. Uh, chime PLB, in bro. bro. Hey, it's been a minute, bro. So chime yeah. in about da- Jamie Davis. Uh, he's the player that Wole mentioned is going to be yeah. missing. Uh, many on social media, of course, do not care. They don't think he's really a factor, unfortunately. Even though he's improved this season, commanders linebacker, Jamie Davis. Um, out for the out for the year shoulder injury uh, yeah uh finished the season with 89 tackles, with three sacks one interception two forced fumbles that interception was, was against b john robinson daggone it um but anyway then they want to take <laughs> after that uh jamon davis how, how big is <laughs> loss, lost well, what, what, what are your thoughts on, on that that's your guy you've been a jamon supporter since he came yeah, I, to I the, feel, the
1: league. yeah jamon's been good man Jamin likes he's been improving what you ask for in the nfl is improvement right that's the that's the goal it's improvement Jamin this season finished the season with 89 tackles, three sacks, one interception, two fumbles. Like that's improvement. Now you know people expected him to be a, thir- a like a, a thorough player off the rip because of the speed and and Ron drafted him early, but he's getting better. Like every year he's getting better. He's made big plays throughout the season. You met you mentioned like the Denver game. He changed the momentum by with that strip fumble against Russell Russell Wilson. You mentioned the. Um, the landing game, the interception on B, on john that interception. He's made big plays for the defense on a bad defense.
0: So and so, Jamin to me has been has been okay. Check this out. Mm-hmm. Jamin Davis opted for surgery, sound like Cole Holcomb last year on the way out. What's your thoughts, Vole? I mean, Jamin has a they, Washington has a fifth year.
1: He has a, Washington has an opportunity to have the fifth fifth year option on Jamin. Um, so it's interesting to see what they're going to do.
0: Are they going to are they going to opt opt um Use that option on him. Hey, POV said it's a huge loss. When you consider they can't get to the quarterback since trading Chase and Ted's it just adds to the misery of this defense. He also added he has made marked improvements this season, yeah. echoing yeah. Wole's yeah. Um, But is he a difference maker? Is he a difference maker, guys? That's what I well, want to know. I don't well, think so don't yet yeah. in his career. I think he has the potential to be I, a difference maker. I'll, I'll
1: say this. His last his last game, he was looking really impressed. His last game against Miami, individually speaking, he looked really good. Um, I feel like if you use him correctly with his with his skill set and tools, he can do stuff. Like it's the same thing I have said about Tez and Chase and, and whatnot. Like, you don't let them dudes rock, then they can't be a difference maker. You gotta let them go. And you gotta do, you got a linebacker, run a four-three, you gotta let them lose. Look, man, like we saw this. It's the same thing we saw with LeVar Arrington. There was a times people used to question LeVar Aaron, but then when it when a coach came in and Marty came in and said, Hey, let this boy go, like let this boy loose, then you saw the greatness of LeVar Aaron. So sometimes you just gotta you gotta let when you got dogs like that, like you got you got athletes like that, let them go, let them rock.
0: I'll be honest, bro. That's the I key feel as though to he's gonna he's gonna be a loss. I, right, exactly. Yeah, I feel like he's going to be a loss. His why, if you watch the Baltimore game last week against the Rams, you watch the Cincinnati Cincinnati game against the Rams. When they got to when they got to the quarterback, when they got to Matthew Stafford, he struggled big time. Yeah. And if you can't get to the quarterback this Sunday, he's going to pick you apart. It's going to be a long, long evening for the Commanders if they cannot get to him. Oh hold on. Oh, yeah,
1: you got it. Um, George, says, do you do you guys think Allen will be traded? His contract is up in a couple of years I'm transfer portal
0: think, he's going to the transfer no, portal I'm man. starting we said like that we... the,
1: yeah the talk you had on he had the he had the stuff he said on the junkie oh damn right let come on let me get it the stuff he said the stuff he said on the junkies about you know he wants to win and you know it it didn't cross his mind or whatever he'd be lying I think that's the first step like once you start to speak out speak out loud oh. and start to talk that noise um it's out there you know what I mean like I do you know, I want to see Jonathan Allen healthy next year. Um, he's playing; He was playing with plantar fasciitis, fi- So I don't think you got the best of Jonathan Allen. I know a lot of people have been negative or, and, and been turning, turning on Jonathan Allen. Uh, but I do want to see him healthy. You know what I'm saying? I do want to see him healthy. I mean, Jonathan Allen has rubbed me the wrong way at times with some of the stuff he's
0: been saying. But I do get it. Like, I get it. Here's the problem. People see him spaz out in interviews. They saw yeah. him get into a, yeah. a, a skirmish with well, Payton on the like. Yeah. Take this to the field is what people are saying, but we like John Allen in this show. I like John John Allen. Allen. I've met him. We've interviewed him. Listen, good dude. That doesn't have anything to do with what he does on the field. But, but like we said with Coach Rivera, it matters what you do on the field. Results matter. Stats matter. And I know my man Big Doug. Shout out to him. He said. Have you heard John Allen's name much this season? That's what he always says. He always so says that. I yeah, guess it, I that. guess it matters about the production on the
1: field. Go ahead, well You got these comments, bro. My no, man. my man. said, same story with Allen. He's been a no show for most of the season.
0: Ooh, hey, POV just he just he just put you know, the stamp on
1: playing. he dotted the I across yeah. the field. Hey, could we get a possible one first round pick for him? I don't think so. Uh, hey George, chill, man. I don't <laughs> think so. Oh, I mean, I like he no, it. he has been. No, it's wild because you know, before before this season. There's an argument that could be made, like, to be real, like, because he, he rated pretty high before Say this season, before the season. Before the I agree. Season. No, I agree. That's what I'm saying. I don't know now, though, bro. I ain't going to lie to you. I think third at best, bro. I think you get a second for him. You got a second for You got, no, think about what you get for, what you get for uh Montez. You got a second. What you give what you give for Chase. Exactly. But no, no, forget Montez. Montez, <laughs> the, the, I mean, to be real, Jonathan Allen's better both of them uh not the alice pro bowler tens is not tens name has, has not even touched any of that jonathan allen is
0: you know what based based on what based on what he could potentially do on another roster yes i i, I kind of yeah. agree with that because like i said yeah. i'm not going i'm not getting into debates about a commander that i promise you i will not so you're right oh, no no, so no no they know they no debates
1: no, i ain't ready for no base, debates i ain't trying to debate nothing <laughs> but no, you say
0: he's better you say he's better than both of them that's why he i said though. i ain't gonna debate that right now
1: oh no 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 he's though they're they're the best because of the the attraction of the position true I agree, I agree with that.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Thank attrition. Yeah, attrition of the, oh, the attrition. I, I th- of thank you, Buck. Thank you. I appreciate what people take my side. It's, it's dope. He no, said, No,
1: right. no, no, no. He said, Because of the position.
0: <laughs> don't do that.
1: Hey, I <laughs> said, I that. said, Third and best. My man no, POV said, Third and best. No, 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 no. You try to say them two dudes are better than, than Allen. POV said that because of the position. I said, Third what. and
3: best. You said, They better than both of them. Because, I know, I know, but you made it seem take, like you no. Why are we doing for... this? Why are
1: we doing this? Why are we doing this? <laughs> why are we doing this? Go, go ahead. <laughs> hey, <laughs> two against one. Thank, thank no, you, Devon. Two one. You wrong. Hey, it seems like the team made T Mac, uh, T Mac Payton man, uh, Peyton Payton man of the year just to try, just to try to keep him like they did with John Allen a few years ago. Thoughts? Uh,
0: well, I'll let you take that one. Uh, I'll give you my thoughts on
1: that. I'll let you take it. First. No, you go for it. I'm trying to say what he's. Who's What you talking about? Tracy McGrady. Oh.
2: Okay.
1: Oh, Tracy McGrady. It seems know. like the team made T Mac Payton, uh, Payton, man of the year, just to try to keep him. Like, hold on, maybe. no, he's taking someone. Tracy T Mac. Yeah. Who's T Mac? Yes, I'm trying. I don't know. Always... Hey, he cleared up for me, my man. I'm, I'm, I'm sure I'm messing this up. <laughs> yeah. Just. All right. Hold on uh Matt said uh got to drop hey, appreciate off appreciate you enjoy Matt. the combo good stuff guys make sure to hit oh hit Terry McLaurin my appreciate man okay Terry McLaurin all right Terry McLaurin uh okay. Tracy Mo, Ma- McClo- thank you man appreciate yes. you
0: my guy. I got you all right yeah we call him scary that's why we, we, we I call That's called scary that's why we call him scary my um, bad bro um oh yeah 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 so yeah. I, don't, I don't know if they made him a man of the year for I don't know if they did that for that reason I think he deserved it most people cover the team like Candy Wallace shout out to her See, wall mm-hmm. she said that he deserves to be uh, mentioned in, in that regard. I don't know. Um, that 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 might be that might be true though, bro. You 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 raised interest in interesting thought. That's why we put it out there. Let's put. I can see that because I feel like
1: Terry was ups- been a, unhappy. I could definitely see that, bro. I could definitely see that. I I can see that. There's been talk about Terry too. SP basically all of our first round picks on defense are bust. Damn tough.
0: I guess when you look at the production, when this you look year they've what? been this year what? they've
1: been bust. Payne was, well, a good, see, was good. last year. I guess you're talking but, about but the
0: goal. Yeah. The last three seasons, teams were especially to start of the game, march right down the field on his defense. Now the defense would seem to get it together as as the year yeah. went on. This True. year, no. So I don't know who bust is a strong word, but definitely underachieve may be a good word. Uh unfortunately Facts. because we think so high, highly of their talent. I'm not trying to knock nobody. Nah, I I can see I can see a bust. I mean, I see what he's talking about. And, and I, I like I like the wrong pain. By the way, I like Deron Payne. I like, I the I like them all. I I I like them all.
1: I just think that you know they haven't they haven't did their job. They haven't they haven't balled out, man. McLaurin has just sh- sh- has just shown up and balled with with I believe eight or nine QBs since his, yeah. since he was drafted. Uh, yeah, he's been good. I I just think that this year has been. I don't. Again, I'm gonna say this again. I'm not into like force feeding somebody the ball just to force feeding feed, feeding the ball. I said this earlier. If he's open, he's open. Give him the ball. If he's not open, I like I like a quarterback that spreads it around. Like Tom Brady spread the brown, spread the ball around. He wasn't hunting just for one dude. If he always went gave the ball to the open dude, like that's what Tom Brady did, and that and he won Super Bowls. So I'm always a believer of if that dude is wide open and your read brings you to the wide open dude, give it to the wide open dude. If if that happens to be Terry, yeah, force feed him. But dude, like. I'm not forcing. Yeah, no, it,
0: it comes not, down to coaching, bro. Yeah, to me, because yeah, you're ahead. seeing Bailey Zapp Zappy step in and be successful in Pittsburgh. You see him Browning, who we know Browning was good at Washington, so we knew he was capable of what he's doing in Cincinnati. But still, mm-hmm. these guys step in and they, and they play well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and somehow in Cincinnati, Jamar Chase still gets his numbers, but the ball is spread around, like you said. Are you? Mm-hmm. If you if you need to get Terry the ball, yes. Can you, can you game plan? But at the same time. If the, the the attention of defense is focused on Terry, you got other dogs on that on that offense. You can get the ball to, including Logan Thomas. So, hey, Terry has been a soldier for hanging out. I, I would like to see Terry go elsewhere and, and get a chance to win, bro. I feel like his best days are being wasted. Um, but anyway, that's my personal opinion. Yeah, you go to you going to ham. Um, <laughs> I know. I know. You always tell me that.
1: Yeah, you go to him. So, I, hey, I I'd you like be Terry. T- That's all. I know. I feel you. No, no, I feel you. No, I feel you. I mean, I, w- I want Marvin Harrison Jr., but it is what it is. Hey, would, would you be surprised if EB goes the Josh McDaniels route and returns to Kansas City if they don't make the Super? Bowl? I thought about that. What, you, what do you think, Ray? I thought about that.
0: I, I think it's a, it's a strong possibility. Although recent reports the, are he is a head Bears. coaching candidate. Chicago is definitely yeah. in the mix on that, from what we read. Yeah. So, yeah, if we he get a chance at- to be a head coach, because His body of work speaks for itself. I don't care what the haters say about him or what the, the, those who oppose um, my personal opinion about EB, but I think the numbers, the way Sam is played, I just think like you talked about all night, the the culture has brought down the team and it's hard to come back from that at this point. We'll see how they finish the season out, but uh, I could see EB returning definitely with the right situation because that team is struggling the Chiefs without that offense in particular. George says Danny,
1: uh yeah, we know yeah, Dan, we know Danny Johnson was cut. It was like for blue for Blue Kelly, um, from uh I think from got him off Green from Green Bay. I don't know that much about him. I think Danny Johnson, I think this is a way to just make sure Forbes plays a little bit more, to be honest with you. They can play the other young guys. Um, I don't Ooh. get honestly Danny Johnson was to me good enough. go ahead,
0: Ray? What you want to? I'm not, I'm just looking at the look at look at remember we we were talking about Jahan being the number one potentially. Yeah, the biggest well, issue well, with well, what his... David is saying is, is see, basically a lot of people saying this, he a might be number people, two. So
1: sort of like what decided oh, after one year with Waddle. Let's let's get, yeah, I get it. Like, mm. I've thought so. See, that's why on the low, I'm gonna tell you on the low, I'm like getting a Marvin and Harrison Jr. Would probably be better for Terry. Kind of think
0: that I kind of think that we would be. And then lastly, George, you saying is there a way that this team can get some D backs with speed? Well, that's that's on that's on Forbes is fast
1: though. Forbes is fast. Suppose Forbes is fast.
0: Um, but to your point though, they need more. I agree, they need more. That that's personnel decision. That yeah. the, that's on Rivera, man. He he's gonna be out of here though. So we'll see who the decision maker <laughs> is. But uh coming in, moving forward, but that, that's what it's all about. And in today's game is speed on defense at the linebacker yeah. position. The the, the the defensive back position so yeah you're on you're on to something I don't know what the commanders are doing like like somebody I told you mentioned they ran that old defense at 2000 <laughs> that, that 90s defense they were running but listen man we always appreciate all of you for listening for watching because the commanders are always a hot topic even when they're not doing well even when there's continued controversy controversy the commanders are a hot topic but we're gonna move on now and and hopefully you all will stick around as we transition to Wizards talk possible changes Coming Wizards and the Capitals, Withers,
1: uh, Wizards and Capitals,
0: the Wizards yeah. and Capitals, the Capitals and, and the capital City go go, don't forget about that. Yeah, all, Monumental Sports in general is looking to take the Washington Capitals and the Wizards all, uh, across the bridge to Alexandria, Northern Virginia. The Commanders throughout this possibility, Northern Virginia did not want the Commanders, and the fans did not want to go to Northern Virginia. Now, here we are again, but it's looking like it's set in stone. The, the, the governor. Of Virginia, he's basically shaking hands with Ted, like we got this. Still some ways out because the least of Lisa Capital One, I think it ends at in 2027. Uh, but are I you in w- favor of this? Yeah. Wole, you got the social media poll out there. Yeah, I gotta I gotta pull that thing up though. Um <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I'm I'm gonna tell you like I'm gonna tell you yeah, like go ahead. Did you see what the potential blueprint look like over that sports complex? Oh, it looked dope. I ain't gonna hold it. It looks it looks amazing. And somebody quickly pointed out, yeah, DC cannot replicate this now. Mm. The, the the concern is this, and I share this, and I'm going to give a shout out to a, a dude who joined our show. We consider him a friend, Troy Halliburton. He said, what happens to the entertainment sports arena now? The, the, the city, I'm going to say it again, the city put money,
3: mm-hmm. a
0: lot of money into building that in Ward 8, particularly mm-hmm. so the Wizards could be part of that community, which is historically known for violence yep. and, and, and in ways poverty. And now they wanted to bring up the morale. They want to build that area up, man. Shout out to those who make decisions in that neighborhood, the the, the, the delegates, the councilmen who put that, that that arena there, which has been dope, by the way. When the Mystics won the chip, I mean, it was it was rocking. And you have all your professional teams outside the Capitals practicing there. You got the Go-Go, you got the Mystics, and the Wizards. So what's going to happen to that? That's where I think, Ted, you, yes, you can host an NCAA tournament round at that arena, but still... We're talking about all years. It's going to be a concert for you? Are you going to host fights there? Well, like, as we're going to talk about my man, Light Skin Lou later, check that out, man. Mm-hmm. What's going to happen to that? And that's what bothers me. I don't know necessarily if that factored into the decision or if it, if it Ted cared. I'm sure he'll answer that at some point. Okay. But this wasn't something that was thought of overnight. This has been planned. We see it. It's been in the works for some time. <laughs> to me, Ted, is taking. he's taking this Vince McMahon route. We got to find a way to get like a Triple H in there. So it, you seem like you're trying to make the right decisions. Like you brought in. Some some better decision makers. You got rid of Tommy, who was an extension of Ernie But now, what do we what do? We do? Although, if, if, if fans see this complex, they're going to come, whether this team is winning or not. Especially in Virginia, where the money is is out there. So,
1: uh, yeah, with it's the all poll, about now, money yeah, now I'm to the poll. Now I'm at with the poll. So we have seventy three percent are asking the question: Are 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 you for the Washington Wizards and Capitals moving to Northern Virginia? 73, 73 percent said no. 27 said yes. Um, So for me, like I'm, a, I'm a little bit, like I'm not emotionally attached to this at all. To be honest, to be honest with you, um, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not gonna lie to you. But it, it's something about, because the it ain't like the the Caps are a good team. So I guess, and I always felt, and this is gonna sound real jacked up, but the Caps are a good team, and I kind of look at the Caps as a team that folks from northern, folks from Northern Virginia would come out and watch them, like. They used to come, they would come from Northern Virginia to DC to watch them, right? But when I go to Wizards games, and this is the only way that bothers me when I go to Wizards game and I watch and I look at the crowd and I'm sitting, those are folks from around the way from DC and Maryland. A lot of them folks are DC, dude, or DC folks. You get what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, like, and I because I'll you see, like, I'll be there'll, there'll be people behind me, like, there'll be a father and son, and you could tell, like, they're from DC. You know what I'm saying? A bunch of them. Like, and they and they wizards, they wizards fans, bro. Like they bullets, do capital, they capital center, bullets, bullets, wizards. They are real, real fans. You know what I'm saying? So like I don't know. Oh, this is good. This one, I don't know how that is gonna change. Here, this actually this is a good one. Alexander like Alexander,
0: Alexander's only a few miles from DC. Yeah, uh, one hundred percent true, and that's why I'm gonna just say it. I'm, yeah. I'm I'm okay with it. I'm okay with yeah. it. It's still gonna be accessible via Metro. Yeah, and if you look, dude, at I'm gonna drive though. I'm selfish though. I'm gonna drive. I'm dri- dude, I'm driving PG. I'm driving to
1: cover games. I ain't trying to go through Virginia traffic. <laughs> listen,
0: bro, DC, <laughs> can take you are, fifty bus. I can take 50 West you're, and get there. You're you're one person, bro. Um, the move <laughs> to BC was all about a revitalizing the city back in the late night. Uh, That's 19, what got uh, so. So this down. is the thing. So it this served its purpose. Yes, yeah, thank you. It has this served thing. its purpose. It and has you MJM. True. Go True. ahead, bro. No, 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 no. Go ahead. It. Go ahead.
1: No, you go ahead. No, you go. for real. Go.
0: What I was going to say is, I feel like if anything, the Wizards have honored their commitment to the city. Mm. Your point. Straight up. You know what I'm saying? I don't. I think even just moving from Landover back in the day into dc the investments that have been made the businesses have uh-huh. thrived chinatown you, you you name it the wizards have done quite well and in in terms of the kids of the city the junior wizards is a big deal and they also uh-huh. give out tickets they let these fans they they sit close i mean again we we've covered it you're covering it currently
3: uh-huh.
0: um northern virginia you can access it by metro uh, i think the metro will continue to expand you can go all the way to herndon now Via Metro, bro. It, it's going to be all right. I think it's a good move. I think from a financial perspective, this is a business. I'm okay with it. Now, from a from a fan perspective, here's where I'm concerned. That's why I get the Triple H uh, comparison. I know y'all don't watch wrestling. It's okay. Um, but the game. I bro. heard. I heard. I heard. Just like when this team moved from Baltimore, and then the city, of course, had its issues. The name was changed. I heard that it's going to be a complete rebrand. And I'm just hoping that. If you're going to change the name, you better have a roster and you, or you better have a star on that team that can sell it because I don't mm-hmm. want to see, I don't want to see the, the Alexandria monuments and you, and you some trash. I'm not, not coming to that. You know what I'm saying? No you're, you don't think it won't be DC no more? Huh? You don't think it'll be Wizards. Washington? Wizards. No, Wizards. It may still be Washington, but I, I'm just, I'm just oh, being man. funny when I say Alex, Alexandria. I don't think okay, you call them Alexandria or anything, but uh, I think, I think that if they do change the name to uh, from Wizards, which, from what I heard, Ted is wanting to go back to Bullets for a while, which is why he brought those feelings yeah. back yeah, 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 yeah. With, with the hands on, on the uniform or whatever. Um, So I think that's also in the works. Um, I'm just saying, if you gonna do a complete rebrand, you better have the roster or you better have that star, that guy that somebody is going to pay big money for, or to come out and watch and experience that whole new complex. But if you are going to continue with the basketball product that we've seen here lately, I don't think it's a good look. If you're going to rebrand, like, is it okay from a business perspective? Do I have any like, ties to the team personally in my life mm. man i can't i can't see this team leave my city nah nah like you said uh you don't have any emotional attachment however as a fan and as someone who covers this team you better do it right bro it's, it's it, you can't be the warriors because you ain't the warriors you don't play like the mm-hmm. Warriors. It's just like uh ernie Grunfeld said we're gonna start playing positionless basketball everybody's like you ain't the warriors bro and now <laughs> you're trying to build like a chase a chase center environment Listen, I can go ice skating right now at the, at the at the harbor. I don't need to go. I don't need to cross the bridge. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't need to come out and, and, and go shopping and buy me a Wizards jersey at the new complex. It, I want to come see the best players. And that's what it is. You say it all the time. If you go to a Boston game, a Lakers game, it's all Boston jerseys, visiting yeah. team jerseys. Where are the Wizards jerseys at? You might see some 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 fathers and sons, but everybody else, and are they room for the opposing team? That's the question. It's very true. You know I, mean? I don't care if they're from the area or not. So you gotta fix that. They gonna you do that. They gonna do that in Virginia too. That. Okay, we gonna do it in Virginia too.
1: Back. They gonna do that in Virginia too. They
0: gonna do that. Well, in yeah, Virginia it's all too. about selling tickets, but still, you have you want to you want to bring in your core fan base. I'm gonna say it over and over again. Hey Lou, you said this weeks ago when you when you were some uh, of them watching or joined this. You said DC's a basketball town. I said the same thing. You yeah. got you gotta embrace that, man.
1: Well, I will say some of them, but to your point, like even you, I'm gonna use your argument. You said this to me multiple times. D.C. is what? It's a what? basketball town I just just said that yeah right no you've been saying that. so you can move into Virginia like you're moving you're moving you're moving away from a basketball (laughs) you're moving away from a basketball town and to be and even to go even one like one you could say that some of the core do some of the some of the other core fans and we've had like T living from Baltimore a lot of folks have have that bolts of the Baltimore Bullets that team that that was that team that was there that is now in DC they've traveled from Baltimore to DC to watch that team it's gonna be hard for him to get to to get to games now.
0: I'll counter that. The Go DMV on, is so small that when George Mason, who is from Northern Virginia, when they were balling went to the final four, we all embraced them, right? Paul the sixth, number one team in high school basketball, is in Northern Virginia. Bishop O'Connell, tw- top North 20 North team North in high school basketball, for top twenty team in this area. <laughs> when they're good, we embrace it. It don't Do matter we really? in Northern Virginia, Do we? It, we can make it work. Do we embrace them? Grand Hills Dude, North you don't Virginia. watch high school basketball, so no. You Grand Hills. So Grant Hills. Grant Hill's from Northern Virginia.
1: We don't really embrace him you. like that. We don't embrace him like that. Like he's one of ours. Come on, you now, we though. embrace A.I. We A.I.'s
0: from Southern Virginia. We embrace because don't, don't It's because, in because he town. played
1: at Georgetown, that's why. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and where's Georgetown. You're in D.C. Jerk. Yeah. <laughs> hold on, hold on. When, when, when George Mason made that run, was it, was the entire area was, was, was caught up in that, right? Right or wrong?
3: I ain't care about
0: that crap. He said he might call him the DMV, but... The DMV bullets, I'll take it. I'll Good. take it. Good. Listen, Good. It, it, it's still the DMV. It's not What's that far, VRE, Baltimore. VRE. You gotta, you
1: gotta ride an extra fifteen minutes. What's VRE stand for? I'm not paying it. Like,
0: hold on, nah, nah. My Come on, same. man, you don't take public. He drives everywhere. Don't even, don't even tell him, bro. He drives everywhere. I drive everywhere now, bro. Think I drive everywhere. Come now. on now. Yeah, I don't drive. Yeah, he I don't, drive he don't take the rail, baby. Don't he? Don't know not about, anymore. Don't know about I used VRE. to. Not, right. not anymore. Hey, I used to. Yeah,
1: I don't anymore. I don't. I don't catch the. I don't catch the train. The train anymore. I used to Green Line. Red line, orange line, blue. Yeah. AI stole the DC crossover. Tell him, hey, hey, tell him
0: about Victor. And where? Hey, and what school history, did he go
1: bro. to? And what? And what? You know, what university did he go to? Georgetown. Where is that located? DC. He could steal all he want. That's what I'm talking about. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Let's
0: go. Hey, uh, hey, hey, and and to my point, if you're gonna move this team and try to rebrand, you better have an AI type dude. Ain't nobody, I like Bilal, but ain't nobody going over in Northern Virginia to watch them if you're talking about a core fan base from D.C. So they got to they gotta get the roster right, too. But I, I'm down for the move. I'm down to go see it. Hey, listen, I'm not a fan, but I'm interested. My man Mo said that. Shout out to him. But what else, what else we're interested in on this show is the HBCU culture. Let's dive into this topic, which has been in the news. It's made ESPN. It's made every major news publication, which pisses me off, excuse me, because Robert Jones is a friend of this show. He's the head coach of Norfolk State University. and I feel as though you already know where I'm getting at. Wole's got to kind of bring this, this topic into light for us, but uh, it, it should be a discussion about how Norfolk state is playing great men major nice. basketball right now, but go sure, ahead. Wale.
1: Sure, sure. No, you're right. Um, So let's, let's dive into it, man. Um, So over the weekend, Illinois state, well, right now, over the weekend and they are being, they're being, uh, Illinois state is being investigated uh, claims that uh, one or more of its fans use a racial slur against Norfolk state player, uh Jamari Thomas during Norfolk's win—a big win, 64-58 over Illinois State Saturday. Let's first off, let's hear what Coach uh, Robert Jones, Norfolk State coach Robert Jones, had to say during the Spartans press conference. It's right here.
2: Yeah, yeah, Jamari. You know, uh, the situation at Illinois State was an unfortunate situation because it was actually a good basketball game. You know, it was a, a really good atmosphere. It was—I mean—it was sold out in there two teams that are really good teams competing, and the situation kind of took away from the outcome, which was a win for us, which was like a guaranteed win for us, a a Missouri Valley win for us, Um, so with that being said, you know, uh, Jamari, you know, he got fouled, he he was getting fouled a lot, honestly, that game, he got fouled, there was interaction between him and someone in the front row, and someone in the front row said a racial slur to him, you know, um, me being a you know, the coach that he knows that I am, I was telling him stop interacting with the crowd because that's one of my things to stay focused. He told me that, no, the coach, he said a racial slur towards me. So that's why you can see on the video, it went straight from like being calm to like zero to hundred to like going towards the, the fan. And then I told the referee while I was going over there. Um, and that's hence why I didn't get a technical foul for going on the court because the referee knew the situation for what was going on. On the flip side, the other coach, was uh, begging for me to get a technical foul because he was trying to manufacture points any way he could and I went back to the, the sideline and what I said to him was that one of your fans just called my player a uh, racial slur, you know called him the n-word, you know, and, and you can see my mouth saying that on the video He says I don't care. I don't care. I don't care and I tell him that you cannot say that you don't care about one of my players being called the N word, you know, now now was this is beyond basketball now at this point. So, you know, that's when the, you know, we were kind of toe to toe, you know, he, he you know, it, it, he backed up a little bit or whatever. Um, I would have too, probably, but, you know, he, so he, he went back a little bit and then, um, you know, that's what, that's what happened really. And then the referees came to us and I was telling them over and over that, um, you know, they said that, you know, that the coach said he didn't care. The referee said, I know, I understand, you know, but you got to just calm down for me. And then we just finished the game. And that's, that was it, honestly. You know, like, it, like, it was like a, a probably a two-minute situation that now turned into, turned into this, you know, you guys don't be here that much. The school said that they've already heard from Illinois State that they they acknowledged an apology and that they were looking forward to an investigation. Have you yourself heard from anybody from Illinois State since then? Well, the coach reached out to me. Okay. Um, he, he reached out to me on, what was it, we played on Saturday? So Sunday morning we were in the, in the layover, on a layover door in Chicago, and to be totally honest with you, I, I, I saw the name come across the phone. I, I don't have his number, but with the new technology, when you can see, you know, a call ID type thing, it said um, P-Don, or P-Don, or however, however you say his name, and uh, I didn't answer. You know, because for me, it was, you had four opportunities to make it right in person, so let's not make it right now when 6 million people have seen the video. You know, now you're getting all types of flack from the media and the public and things like that. You had a chance to make it right when I was conf- conf- confronting you at half court. You know, when you said, that did you did not hear me? You had a chance to make it right with a handshake line when you told me. Now, he did say that he didn't hear what I was saying, right? So what I said to him was that, why did you say you don't care if you didn't hear what I said? So what did you think I said? You know, and now he didn't say, any- couldn't say anything. So that's the second time you had a chance to make it right. Third time, after digesting what I said, as you walked back to the locker room through the tunnel, now, uh, as a coach, you know, uh, a reputable coach, you said, damn, that, that, that happened, all right? Let me walk around to the locker room and say on well, an apology on the behalf of Illinois State and us, that's not how we conduct ourselves, and we're sorry to you guys. That's the third time. Then the fourth time he had a chance to make it right was the press conference. And then he just went into that he's Italian and he's fiery and things like that, you know? So that's no excuse. So at, at no point, even the, the, the apology that, well, the statement that he made yesterday there was no apology about anything with the racial slurs so i can't respect that and i probably will never talk to him to be honest with
0: you <clears throat> so ray your thoughts about that man oh brother i have so many thoughts first of all let me say this illinois state is not responsible for what their fans say and i do like the response from the university itself so, uh, a majority of their roster is African-American. They've had some really good African-American players mm-hmm. there over the years. Mm-hmm. So it's not a reflection. I totally agree with that. And I definitely like what Coach Jones said in reference to the opposing coach. He mm-hmm. heard what he said. Yeah. He heard what he said. He just mm-hmm. – he, he said, I don't care. He meant, yeah. he meant it. But then he didn't realize the backlash that was going to come. Facts. Because, Facts. again, in his mind, I'm playing Norfolk State. It's not going to be a big discussion about this. Yeah. But – here we are. And as you mentioned, over 6 million views and now you want to apologize. So I agree with that. I hope that over time that as Coach Jones is able to continue to kind of move on and reflect that he'll be able to maybe open some dialogue back up with that coach. But I'll, I'll say give it time because Norfolk State has worked so hard. Well, he's told us on the show, man, we want to schedule other major, major programs. They see our work and they don't want to schedule us because they scale scared we're going mm-hmm. to win. And that's what they're doing now. They're scheduling mid majors and they're beating them. And that's what he mm-hmm. wants to do. So I don't want this incident to deter a university from wanting to schedule a Norfolk State in the future. That's my biggest concern. So I'm hoping – but Coach Jones is totally, totally correct with everything he's saying. Here's another thing, and I'll let you give your thoughts. Yeah. If you've ever seen Coach Jones at home games, if there's fans doing anything, if his players are doing anything that Not is being disrespectful, trash talking, if they're being excessive – he checks it he'll go on Mm -hmm. social media and say don't reach out to me for tickets because you ain't do like he's real about it with his own fans, so he's accountable and he takes up for his program he leads his program and that coach failed to do that and that was the problem i had mainly with the situation but illinois state university as itself i don't want this to be a black i mean a a stain or black eye on them but that coach he's gonna have to he's gonna have to work to repair his image now
1: yeah i don't want to be all redundant because you said pretty much everything i wanted to say. Um, yeah, no, seriously, you said already, no, no, you're good. That's good. That, we're not, I mean, it's a real show. We're not like, we're not scripted. Um, so, but yeah, that was my thing. Just that, like, that coach, you guys show responsibility. You've seen that in air in other places, like, you've even seen it with Coach Thompson, rest in peace. Uh, and even Bayheim, where he would take the mic, he would take the mic and say, Hey, you can't say this about whatever, lady. you know, be. Be cordial out here to his own to his own uh the student section up in syracuse or vice versa so with georgetown so to your point like yeah if somebody if a coach comes out and tells you and like you said Ray, he heard it come out and say like yo this somebody from your you know your student your, your students i mean somebody in the audience one of your students came out and called my player the n-word like you gotta take that shit you gotta take that stuff serious excuse my language you gotta take that stuff serious you know what i mean like you just can't say you can't say don't care what you're saying like who does that like at the end of the day for the basket basketball is basketball basketball is basketball but life is life these are young men right you're at you're 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 as a coach as an educator you're a coach you're an educator you are educating your kids on how to act you know what i mean on the court you're still teaching you know what i'm saying you're teaching them not just the basketball life but you're teaching them off basketball you're teaching them about life itself. so when you come out and portray that and say when somebody comes up to you and say yo my somebody you you, one of your one of your uh, students have insulted my kids and whatnot and you say i don't care dude you're showing a bad a bad you're showing a bad um you're doing a bad lesson to your kids that you're coaching you know what i mean so yeah to your point right like i put i put most of it yeah that kid who who said it um yeah like that kid should be penalized or what or whatnot but the coach should equally be penalized because he's a he's an he's an adult he's an old adult who could who knows right or wrong and for him not to address it that's on him
0: okay i'm so glad you mentioned yeah. coach thompson yeah. um uh, because coach thompson made the point to say i coached against all italian coaches when i first got into the biggie yeah. he said it. patino yeah, the, like he's yeah. always and it's okay if you got beef with another coach. Now was 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 he really trying to jump in Coach Jones' face? Probably not. We already know no, no, he don't want no smoke at all. <laughs> yeah. But I'm I'm okay with you being a fiery coach. I'm going to say that about the opposing yeah. coach, at Illinois State. I'm okay with that for the simple fact that it, it's competition. It's going to get heated at times. Coach Thompson, yeah. uh, him and Jim Calhoun almost got into it. remember the Ray yeah. shot. Yes. Yes. Coach yeah, Thompson yeah. looked like he was ready to swing on him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so that's that that part is okay. But I like what you said. If if I heard that as an opposing coach, I'm stopping the game, I'm getting on the microphone. Even Coach cool. K would have done that. He yeah, said, I'll Hey, listen, it. we can't do this. If you if a fan is throwing something on the floor, if you're hurling racist slurs yeah, down, here's where here's where the referees get the referees. First of all, they did a great job in handling yeah, so this. So we, we heard the comment, we're we're hearing the coach say he doesn't care, no. and we just asked you to calm down. And I think that was, was good for Coach Jones to respond to. True. And then it also removed the fans. So all that was handled the right way. And the players, yeah. shout out to the young men. To handle that the right way yeah, as well girl. so overall i think the situation was was was, was handled in a way that it, it, it um it put it prevented the situation from escalating and i'm like bet yeah um right. I but it, it, I'm, know, I'm okay you know, with the coaches beef and i'm okay with the strong heated competition it was a very before all that happened you know they were throwing bows it was physical out there yeah 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 um so, so it was already contentious and i think that coaches blew his top but uh I think he does have, I mean you always got time to reflect and say you know what I screwed up I think the yeah. apology should have been directly to coach Jones I wouldn't have issued anything I would have kept reaching yeah. out and saying hey man I understand why he won't speak to me but you know what I messed up and hey in the moment I did hear you be real about it and at the time yeah, just speak to the I don't think it hit me keep it real and and even if coach Jones don't respond at least you have peace knowing you you were at least honest you, about you, it you really did but it. You uh Norfolk State Norfolk State's playing excellent basketball Let's and talk about I'm glad that. they won that game. Let's because, talk about that. Let's, talk, yeah, yeah,
1: let's <laughs> talk about that, man. Like, yeah, let's talk about that. Because I feel like, like you said earlier, I would let, we don't want to erase what they accomplished. You know what I'm saying? Like they're seven and three, uh, with some good victories. Right now, Ray, would you say they're the best team in the meat?
0: Uh percent Uh mm-hmm. th- their record says they are. We just talked about victories, and we talked about Stats. Their record says yeah. they are. They play some good non-conference games. VCU that's may not be the VCU that had um, Eric Maynor, but they're still That's a good <laughs> that's win. A VCU, and, right? and they, they may not have my man Larry Sanders no more, but it's VCU. George uh, Templeton. I know he can. He can relate to him. Shout out uh, to George because George told told us um, on. I think it was actually told he said you should have heard the fans were yeah. upset. Yeah. Of, they were upset yeah. about yeah. that loss, thinking they shouldn't lose in Norfolk. So it shows that mm-hmm. that's a good win. and, and UMES and, and Howard, Del- Delaware State, they played some, some good opposition as well. They played them tough. They each have good wins. But Norfolk State has the best wins right now, and they have the best record. And Coach Jones, his, rec- his record uh, beyond this, this this season, it says a lot about his program. And he lost. I think he lost the most star power out of everybody. I know yeah. Howard had the transfers. UMS had a lot of seniors exit. But he in terms of players. star power, Bankston, Dana yeah. Tate Jr., and and the the, the the two-time MIAC Player of the Year, uh, Joe Bryant, you yeah. lose all that, and you still got the best record right now in the in the conference, and you beat good mid-major programs. Hey, don't get no better than Coach Jones, man. I ain't they, gonna lie, I got and I love, I got love for all the coaches. You do, I know you do. Um,
1: actually, <laughs> they lost. I I ain't messing with you. Today. I messing with you today, bro. Uh, Norfolk lost to Stony Brook today, so they're seven four. Seven and four, right?
0: Okay, now. still, still got. But they, still lost, they played.
1: Yeah, that's good. I mean, they, they went on the road and lost, but uh, they still.
0: And, and, and to be honest, I'm not shocked that they lost. I, they I wouldn't be shocked if, if all of this discussion, everything they've just experienced, did not take away. He, from their was, saying, he
1: was saying he was say that he didn't want that to happen. though. He said that, or that, in the presser, I think he said something to the fact like he don't want like to blame what happened if they lose this St- like Stony Brook. He said they all focus on Stony Brook. That was that's what he said uh, during the presser. Um, but yeah, to your point right here, they've been, they've been very, they've been real good. I've been impressed with, uh, set. I mean, I've been impressed that central. I've been impressed, impressed with Norfolk state. You know, I told you prior, I've been really impressed with Dell state. Um, just from what from what they were last year to this year, they've had a lot a number of good wins this season. I believe there's six. There's, I think they're 500. I want to say they're 500. Um, they've been playing good basketball, um, obviously, you know, being a you be in that you know, we are you we went to the University of Maryland Eastern Shores, impressed with the Uni, University of Maryland Eastern Shores win over Penn, um, which was a good team. So they playing decent ball. Like, I just feel like you can go like we can go oh, we can go down the down the down the list. Um, um, even Morgan State, we covered the game, they beat UMBC. UMBC barely lost to um, Louisville, they lost Louis, Louisville by two points. So that was a good victory. So I just feel like you know, we've been talking about this. I mean, you have definitely been talking about this about how the Miak has been on the rise or HBCU basketball. We are just gonna talk about the Miac right here. The Miak on the rise. And like Howard, even Howard having big wins already this season as well. To the, the defending Miak champions, like, how can I forget them? But it's like there's so many good there's so much good basketball in the Miyak. And this is my question to you, Ray. Like, we talk about this all we talk about this during tournament time last year, and we had this debate where we were like well, Howard beat Howard shouldn't be a 16 seed. They should be a 15 seed if that the a 14 seed. We made that we were like talking about it back and forth. Like this season, when you look at the landscape of MIAC basketball, they've beaten some really good, they beat some good mid-majors to you know PWIs in, in in college basketball. Could this be the year that we finally get this team get a MIAC champion, you know, getting a lower seed than 16?
0: If it's Norfolk State, I'm going to say yes. Okay. If it, if it's Norfolk State, because their RPI is going to be higher than everybody else is based on the wins that they already have. And then they're going to beat up on the conference as well. They'll probably split with, with Howard. That's my nice. guess. Or Howard has the ability to sweep them. But other than that, I think that they'll have a good conference record. And then Jamari Thomas is right now the best player in the MEAC. He's averaging almost 20 points a game this he's season. Know. He's, on, he's, 20, on, another, he's on a whole other level. Right here, 28 today. Against Tony Brook. Yeah, and by the way, bro, we got some breaking news about Draymond Green. At, I saw it. Going to address it. It at some point. It's indefinite. It's, de- uh, it's indefinite. Uh, right? About his suspension. It's indefinite, indefinite right? Uh, but anyway, it is indefinite. Mm-hmm. But getting back to to, I think if it's Norfolk, um, we we do in a way need to see the see how the rest of the season plays out, um, in terms of what type of wins do, let's say UMES or. Uh, not even you it would have to be Howard. What, what, what kind of wins do they get? Because that's what's going to determine the the rosters. I mean, the uh, the ranking in the in the tournament is what is your non conference? But see, UBS got, got like.
1: good, it has the best win, though. I, I told you that to me that the best uh, win
0: outside the conference, they got one one win, though. I think Norfolk has multiple True. you know, victories that are respectable. I kind of feel like that's my I, thing,
1: yeah. I kind of feel and they like, ranked
0: in the and, and they yeah. rank too. And then, um, yeah, in the, man, uh, the and uh, major uh, mid, in the mid, mid-major ball.
1: they are, they are. This is a fact. It's true. Yeah. Straight facts. Um, I, I, I agree with you. I do think that Norfolk has the best chance. Uh, I think Norfolk and Howard. Norfolk and Howard. I'm keeping be honest with you because Howard is the defending yeah. champions. I think that being a defending champion, if you win it, if you win it and again, you repeat, yeah, you should not. You know what I mean? Like it should be fair to put you at fifth. I would say 14. I don't even like saying 15, but four, But also tie into that your your overall record, like you have, to – I feel like you have to win twenty games, right? Like you have to win twenty plus games for it to be a thing, right? You know what I mean. So I feel like Norfolk, Howard, um, all these teams that are are, are in contending, content, uh, in contention of winning the Miac, they have to win twenty plus games for it to even be a thing. You can't, you know what I mean? Like to be, because that's how it is. You're not going to be a fifteen. Like if you look at the, if you look at the sixteen seeds. Throughout college basketball, there are teams that barely win 20, that if they barely win 20 or don't win 20 at all. So they're going to have to win over 20. And I do think that where Norfolk is at right now. So basically, what happened right now at this particular point in time, they're going to have to dominate their conference. You know what I'm saying? Like Based on last season,
0: bro, based on last season, when you had that many teams with winning records and yeah. you had one team that was 500, 500 bubbles, five teams. Yeah, five hundred above. Yes. It was yes. Morgan. You, Morgan. You and me yes. Central, yes. Howard, and Norfolk. Yeah, the, the the RPI or the 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 strength of conference, the MiAC should be it should be higher than some others that are considered to get twelve and thirteen seed. Because if you give a MiAC team a fourteen seed and they play a three seed, they had they definitely have a shot. They have a shot against a one seed, but you know the the chances increase because the MiAC, as we talk about, is pretty good. Um. You mentioned HBCU basketball, general looking good, yes. swag exactly. as well. well. We'll have to get into that at a later, at a later time. Um yes, bad. Go ahead, go Yeah, I was going to say, good.
1: yeah, uh, Dell State is six and they're second they're six, in terms of overall records, not conference play. Yeah. Like So, Norfolk is seven and four. Dell State second is six and seven. Central is five and seven. I, I got to check who they're playing. Howard is four and six. Um, Morgan is four and eight. The Shores, uh, sorry, uh, four and eight. Co- uh, South Carolina State is three and eight. The Shores two and six, um, and Coppin is one and eleven. Um, but again, I'm all. It sounds okay, but I'm, I'm about I'm about who you play because some people are playing a little bit tougher teams uh, depending on on who who who's play, who's playing who and just how the body of work in terms of if they're competitive in those games. I, I think conference play will even everything out. You know i mean conference play will even everything out but like i said i've been impressed i've been very impressed with dale state um been impressed with howard i've been impressed with um uh and norfolk i've been impressed with those those are the three teams that have really been impressive to me uh the shore and if, if the had one good victory but i've been really in terms of
0: consistency i've been very impressed with those three teams if the me MIAC- tournament championship game looks anywhere near like it did last season with the same two teams coming down to the final buzzer like like it did that that winner does not deserve to be placed in a 16 seed spot and they have to travel all the way across the country to play that game i don't think i don't think that's, that that's fair i really don't i want the committee to make a better a, a better decision this season just based on now what you're seeing is consistency so that that's my hope but yeah time will tell my friend because anybody can get upset when a tournament when a when tournament rolls around and then even when league play starts some teams are really good at home. Like, Dell State is really good at home. Yeah. I just think that they're good. Like, this is the – to me,
1: this is – even. I thought last year was a good year. I think this could be a better year than last year. Um, I thought last year was really – it was a good year in the MEAC, but I think this has the, the opportunity to be a – we saw a good player. Uh, we was covering Morgan and Tabs, local kid from uh from uh, from Suitland. And just the stuff that he was doing in that game against UNBC was impressive.
0: hmm No, you know, no hey, I mean? No doubt. You know what I'm saying? So real quick, go bro. Ahead. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. My bad. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say before we transition and the boxing, we, we got two minutes. We can hit on this Draymond Green talk. Go ahead. Let's go ahead. So to
1: Luke to Lucas.
2: Uh, yeah, come, yeah. I,
0: All right. Sounds good. So what I want to say was this. Um, if you watch his presser afterwards, I saw he yeah. he, he he he's he apologized, but it's 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 this arrogance. As if, you know, I'm a star and this is what I do. You know, if I didn't want to apologize, I wouldn't. Yeah, he I saw he I didn't heard had that. much He <laughs> didn't have much remorse. And this guy is like Metal World Peace who have gotten the death penalty. You know what I'm saying? Who yeah. have a similar reputation but have legit mental health issues. Yeah. So I think the NBA needs to send a message. And I, I think he should lose out on his contract. I think he should be able to re- apply for reinstatement. Mm. next season i really do he, he should, i just think i, I just think he don't care he think he's above the league for whatever reason the league the he, league made you who you are bro the nba yeah, yeah. is a great opportunity why do they act like they make the league what it is it's it just it's stupid to me bro Now nah, he to me um
1: like his his, his his that was stupid like i didn't it's wild i caught it late like i caught it like then it was like draymond did something again and i like and I, it was, I got an alert on espn so i looked at it, i was like dude you just got in trouble by choking somebody out and now this is what you are doing like and, and and like and he was I'm just trying to draw a foul and even if that's the case like why do you have to go with that oc i'm so it's like he's so out of control like draymond is i don't know what's up with dude bro real talk i don't even know what's up with dude like i don't i'm like you though. Know, like i don't even think he, he does because he just did the, all right see how they punish john morant all right they punish john right yeah, because because he did a repeat, repeat offender. offender, repeat offender. Dude just yeah. choked out Rudy Gobert. Like this should be it. Like you gonna give Jaw that amount of games? Like Jaw did something it wasn't illegal, but it was stupid. Don't get it twisted. I'm not. I'm not saying it was a smart thing to do. But this dude is physically harming people now. Cue the buck. He that that are non basketball plays. These are non basketball plays, and some of them aren't really. The last one to me wasn't provoked. Like there was no need to do that, like at all. Accident, whatever. There's no need to do that. You can make the argument of Rudy. Yeah, whatever. Rudy Gobert John wasn't provoked either. But some people say it was provoked. Um, like dog, you're not even doing basketball stuff. Like I'm on a point. Like I'm with you, Ray. I'm like it definitely is only like it's just a, it's just a term. It's just it's like until they decide what they really want to do with you. I give him like the season. Like you said, he he doesn't come back. Cause it's just like, it's, it's back to back. Like you, they just slapped your wrist for being, basically they gave you that money games for being a repeat of, uh, offender. And you're going to do it again. Like not too long ago, not too long after. Like-
0: It's that mentality. Yeah, yeah. So he, he's so above like, the league. A lot of players go yeah. that
1: way for some reason. But he does, that. he's more than them. I'm sorry. But he's yeah. more than them. Like he, and this is, I mean this, cause this is physical, like you're getting physical with other people now. This is different. You know what I'm saying? Like if you harming yourself, that's different to me. Like, you're harming yourself. It's stupid, but you're harming yourself. Like, but this, like, you hear you harming other people and you cool with it. Like, the Gobert joint was like, dog, you OC, like, you're going to choke him like that for what? It's Rudy Gobert. Why are you choking Rudy Gobert like that? And then Nerchik, like, like for real? Like, we're doing backhand slaps? Don't make no sense, bro. It don't make no sense. But anyway, I think our guest yeah, is. Yeah, Dr- Draymond, might to to bo- Dr- Draymond might have
0: to transition about. Draymond might have to. He did, Transition though. He, boxing, just, bro. he sure
1: did. <laughs> Draymond just transitioned to boxing. It's wild, man. Let me just let, let me introduce our homie, man. Right now, let's welcome a host of Live with Light Skin Lou, our homie Lou on to the show. Lou, welcome to the urban sports scene, my
3: man. Man, what's going on, gentlemen? Hi, thanks for having me, man. First of all, I want to say, uh, like I said, thanks for having me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm proud of you guys, man, the work you guys doing over there, man. Hey, look! People think we just show up and look pretty and do this and do that. (laughs) They don't understand the work that um goes into what we do, man. You know, first of all, we don't get paid to do this, Mm -hmm. and we just doing it because this is what we love. You know, I know you guys uh for fifteen years now, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. uh, you guys love the sports. Mm -hmm. So I can I can stamp you guys because I know, like you said, you guys love the sports. So man, thanks for having me, man. when I, I talked to Waller earlier, it was like, "Look, pull up. It is what it is, man. Yeah, you know, I love it. what you guys are doing, man. Hey, Lou, man. Hey, bro, for, man.
0: Go ahead, Ray. Let me, Ray go first. It's though cr- it's crazy just how life works, though, bro. Like, I'm glad we in this position, man. Listen, it's no, it's no mistake. It's, it's, it's no accident that we here, you know. And and the artwork is dope, by the way. Oh, who, it's like party, that, bro? man.
3: Yeah, that's that pretty dude right there, light skinned Lou behind me, man. That's that pretty dude. <laughs> I right? know who it is. <laughs> I'm just did? saying, who who,
0: who 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 did the work, bro? Who's
3: the artist? Oh, my man, Big Zoe, man, he hit that joint up for me, man, a couple years ago. So I figured I was coming on to the show with another pretty dude. So I said I got to outshine him,
1: you know. You know, light skin dudes go.
3: You outnumbered today, I'm telling you, man.
0: I oh, know. Here they go. Here they go. Our, rate, our rating is going up. Rating is going up, baby. Let's go. Hey Lou, before oh, wow, we get started, man. Hey, Lou, man, for real. good to see you, wait.
1: bro. Yeah, it really is, man. It really is. But we got I was about to tell Ray about this. We're gonna throw some uh sport fit stories real quick, but before we get into all that, man, tell our <laughs> listeners about tell our listeners about you know your, your show and whatnot. It's a dope show. I love it. I love it. You got young boxers, you got you know boxers who, who are doing it in the game in the past. I just love I love your platform. Can you just tell
3: our listeners about your platform? Man, first of all, I want to give a special shout out to my co-host, the lovely Kiki. Uh we we you know she she's she Hey, look she the bomb man all I do is show up and look pretty she does all the work <laughs> in the background and all the posting and everything man so I wanted to give a special shout out to her she couldn't be here um just you know I just wanted her to know that she's here in spirit you know what I'm saying so yeah but but the platform man we me and Kiki started this platform like a year and a half ago and we created it because we wanted to give a platform for the up and coming exactly. whether it's football basketball boxing whatever sport mm-hmm. but we just so happen to have a foundation in boxing yeah so that's what we kind of kind off of but like you said we we do all you know pretty much all walks like politicians yeah. entrepreneurship But right now it's, it's, it's boxing mm-hmm. so that's why we created the platform and our platform is a it's a platform for young up-and-coming artists uh athletes to come and shit to tell their story because mm-hmm. that's what it's all about guys like like i've seen you interviews guys you know even though guys have been retired i seen you had a uh, doc walk on there before mm-hmm. um at some point he had he got a story to tell Facts. so and and that's the reason why we started a platform and to, to for, for athletes to come and tell their story mm. So,
1: like, I know how Ray and I, we, when we started, when we started thinking about doing this with other folks, you know, how the genesis of it was. But for you, what was your genesis of like like, coming up with your show? Like, were you just sitting back and you thought to yourself, man, I can do this? Or was it like, you, it just, or did somebody approach you? Like, what was the genesis of you just starting the show? Well, I
3: don't, honestly, y- y'all know me. I like to talk. Y'all know <laughs> me forever. I like to talk. I like to talk trash. But it was just... I I came up with two two, um, younger brothers, world champions, Mm -hmm. and just living their story. I just know that every person that's doing something, they have a story to tell. So for me, it's the story. Mm -hmm. That's what what made me want I don't care what you do, whether you're a singer, politician, whatever, you have a story to tell. So that was the whole basis of me and Kiki starting the channel to have, like I said, have a platform for these people to come and tell their story. I don't care how you know where you at with the U, low end the high end. You come and tell your story, and then uh-huh. that's that's the reason why we um we we started. Okay,
1: but All right, so Lou, Lou who had the best jumper in sports fit, bro? Ooh. <laughs> 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 uh,
3: you know what? Um when We all
1: used to go out there. When we all used to go out there, I don't know about them new. Well, we like you, I
3: you, I I would say, you. And this guy named Little Jay, man. I don't know if you guys were coming oh, in Jay. Jay yeah. with the tattoos from floor. Yeah. That's my guy. Low. Yeah, fast. He fast on the way, too. Yeah, he gonna be. I, t- I told him to tap in. He gonna be tapping in. I think right. him because you guys get it off so quick. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like some some uh jump shooters when you get close to them and make them feel uncomfortable, <laughs> they have a hard time getting it off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you guys got it off the fast. so I'm gonna go ahead and give it to the Doskin brother right here. Well, let's go. Let's
1: not talk about Louis. Just made my day. let not talk about
3: <laughs> now. This dude right here, hey, right, hey that's cool, bro. He, he he had the um, the most what's the word I'm looking for? His hands up was so he can manipulate you. You know what I'm saying? So the <laughs> best hands up go to my man, it's it's Ray Ray right here, man. The Hezzy, man. Yeah.
1: yeah he <laughs> he. I just hate playing Ray because Ray would beat me a horse. I hated that crap. <laughs> <laughs> and talk trash to you about it. Lou, used right. to be like, the Lou, used to be, you get me exhausted because you run for days, bro. Like, that's one thing I know. You run for
3: days. Like, yeah, trying I, yeah, to I chase I you is terrible, bro. <laughs> when I was coming up there with y'all, I was in my late 30s, dog. Mm-hmm. I was in my late 30s, mm-hmm. and I don't know
1: what you got.
0: Yeah, and we, I, and was I... in... Shoot, we was in our late 20s? Yeah, I was mid-20s, yeah. mid mid, mid 20s, late 20s. Yeah. Mid-20s, yeah, 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 yeah mid-late 20s, yeah. Yeah. Man, you used to get us it tired. Was no more. I, 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 we in our 40s now, so <laughs> I, can still, I can still run, but I'm, I'm just not the same player, bro. I can run, but I'm
1: breaking man, down. I can run, I'm, I'm breaking down. I can run,
3: but I can, I'm breaking down. <laughs> yeah, hey, look, I haven't played ball in like two years. I hurt my Achilles and that was it. Everybody
1: doing that, bro. Like that's yep. everybody doing that. Like I, I'm that's a fear of, that's the next fear of mine because I know a lot of people yes. who've been hooping, and all of a sudden, like they just been starting to that's they Achilles starting to snap.
3: That's yep. the one thing. The last time my ball was like two and a half years ago. I'm out here in Gatesburg. I was playing with the young guys up at mm-hmm. the high school, mm-hmm. and man, that joint. I went to go drive. You know, when you shift from gas to brake, uh-huh. that joint you can feel it like it's like it's moving. Uh-huh. I was like this. Yeah, and that's the last time I played ball. Now I go shoot around and probably play 21 or something, but like far as doing it up and down the court, yeah, it's over. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Look, I'm thinking about I'm thinking, yeah, I'm just, it's starting to it's starting to cross my mind a little bit. I'm not gonna lie to you. It definitely mm-hmm. is. I'm like, I tried to get back out there just to kind of do a little bit. Uh recently just after surgery, not too long after, like six months after well, yeah, about four months after surgery, and I didn't like how I felt. So I was like, uh, eh, let me chill on this real quick. <laughs> yeah, so now it's, no, time, it's
3: gonna... time to lay it down, chance.
0: Maybe it might be. All right, so Louis,
3: Hey, 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 hey,
0: go, hey. Go, oh, go ahead, go ahead. Go, no, go, no, go, no, go oh, ahead. No, no, oh, Ray, no, no, first now. Go ahead. Ask, before we actually talk before we talk about Haney, man, uh, we got a chance to cover Trevon Marshall, Sniper, man. Uh, up and coming, but he a, a vet do you think he's still like one of the top up and becoming youngers in the area I know Jaleel yes. has you got him in that in that discussion too and I see my boy um uh, what's his name I can't think of his name right now it'll come to me in a minute uh I, I see him back out boxing as well dang he he had took some time off but you still think you still think Marshall is up there man up and coming DMV fighter yes
3: oh yes see this is the thing man and I think a lot of people need to understand just because you lose one uh-huh. It don't mean it. I just think he probably was in a place where he shouldn't have been.
2: Uh,
3: you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's a great, I had him on, we, we had him on the show. Yes. He's a um, great up and coming fighter. Fighters lose. I think Mayweather made it bad oh, <laughs> for no. a lot of young fighters because, and not in a bad way. Yeah. And I'm not talking bad about him, but he's undefeated. He went undefeated. So yeah. everybody feels like you have to be undefeated. Look at Oscar de la Hoya, he lost six fights. Yeah. Sugar Ray Leonard lost four fights, but that doesn't take away from who they are. Mm-hmm. Sometimes fighters lose. Sometimes a fighter might have your number. Me personally, I, I feel like um the guy was a veteran. Yeah. And he he would he can do things that a young up and coming fighter might not be to understand.
1: No, that's true. I, Just like yeah. yeah, definitely true. Like Canelo, Canelo fighting Mayweather. He wasn't like that was something totally different. I mean, it's Mayweather. Hey, you know, it's what? Totally well,
3: that's a perfect example. He yeah. fought um, Mayweather in his early days. Maybe Mayweather, yeah. Mayweather mopped the floor up with him. Yep. But look at him now. Yeah. So to answer your question, I think he is. Hell yeah. Young uh, up coming fighter. Yeah, definitely. Ray's having a little technical difficulties, but we'll get back to him now. Man, Ray um, need to stop messing with that um that Cricket. <laughs> he get that Cricket Wi-Fi right up. You know I'm
2: going to
3: get you. <laughs> 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 hey, 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 look, then he coming on twice, though. With the, with, oh, okay. There you go. He re- oh, he, okay, he changed up. Oh, He's
1: on
0: twice. There you go. <laughs>
3: That's what happened when you him with that cricket, man. You know what I'm saying?
0: <laughs> You're crazy, man. I don't know what's going on with this young man. But hey. go ahead, you, you 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 spend knowledge, bro. You talk about undefeated fighters, and that's why we brought you yes. on to talk about Devin Haney, anyway.
3: Yeah, yeah. I, I I'm a, you know you you was out, but I wanted to say you know just because a fighter loses doesn't mean that he's done. It happens. Yeah. It, Mayweather and Joe Calzaghe was the only fighters, prime fighters. That retire undefeated. Mm, true. Mm, you know what I'm saying. So you have to give these fighters the opportunity to grow. And I'm pretty sure um, Trayvon probably he, he grew from this fight. Mm-hmm. You know, he just bounced back this this past weekend. He had a uh, successful um, stoppage, and I think that he he's back on the back on the wagon. So, yeah, to answer your question, I think he's still <laughs> one of the hot up and coming fighters.
0: Appreciate that, bro. Yes.
3: All right. So, so Lou, you
1: know, we we came to talk about this this Handy fight in yes, his sir. first fight at, at one forty. Devin Handy scored a shout out de- a decision over Regis on uh, Saturday, uh, Saturday evening at the Chase Center. When you watched it, what were your what were your thoughts on the fire?
3: I watched it. I ain't gonna lie. Like I, I'm gonna give Devin Haney his credit. Mm-hmm. He outclassed Regis Prograis in all angles of the game. He showed mm-hmm. boxing skills. He sh- he showed me stuff. That, I didn't think he had. Mm. He was catching a dude with lead shots, y'all. Mm-hmm. A lead shot is when you don't put no disguise on. It's just like, mm-hmm. look, I'm going to lay this punch out here, and I'm going to catch you with it. Mm-hmm. And he did it all, <laughs> night, long. Mm-hmm. Did it all did. night long. He so did it all I, night long. So I won't take nothing away from his performance. He did what he was supposed to do to a fighter and what he's supposed to do it to. Mm. I always yeah. felt like Regis Pro Ray was like a maybe a big, class fighter at best yes but he's 34 mm-hmm. he was way past his prime and he just he's tailor-made for Devin Haney mm-hmm. just think of Regis Proway go through his resume and look at all the fights he's had he's never faced a fighter with that type of talent Facts. Devin Haney's a hell of a boxer so I'll I take my hat off to him but at the same time I'm looking at this 140 division, y'all. You know me. I came with my notes and shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, go for (laughs) it, Yeah. um, (laughs) That's why we went to him? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm looking at this 140 division, right? Mm -hmm. You got Tiafimo Lopez. You got Mm -hmm. Josh Taylor. Jose Ramirez. You got Gary Anton Russell. DC Zone, And then you got Ryan Garcia, who's in 140. And then there's this new kid, this African kid. Mateus Subaru.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, he just he just he just stopped the guy that was undefeated mm. two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So this 140 division is lit. Mm-hmm. So I feel like Devin Haney can't be crowned yet until he gets and fight one of these guys, man. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Don't get me wrong, Regis pro ray. Pro Ray, he he was a good fighter back in, in his prime. Uh-huh. It was a good it was a good win for him. He he won the belt, and I would never take that away from him. But Ray Wally, I can't crown him. Number one, he just came in the division. This was his first fight yeah. at 140. But I'm looking at all these names that I just named. I can't crown him until he gets this. Just think about Sugar Ray Leonard. I'm gonna take y'all back. Y'all old enough to remember. Uh-huh. Tommy Hearns, Hagler. Durant, these guys didn't get that identity until they fought yeah. each other, yeah. Until they fought each other, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. now you think about let's look at um Devin Haney's resume, right? His last five fights, he fought Regis Program Lomachenko. I give him credit for that because Lomachenko, at one point, he was considered the maker, the boogeyman, the boogeyman. Yeah, I call the him the boogeyman. boogeyman, and I honestly thought that Lomachenko won the fight. But I know, I mean, that's, I'm that, that's not as far me. from you. I ain't far from you, but go ahead, though. Go ahead. Yeah. And then he fought George Cambosis, right? Fought him yeah, twice. Yes, yeah, not even. Cambosis was a C class fighter yeah. at best. He dominated in both fights, but we got to give him credit for him because yeah. he got in the ring, put the gloves yeah. on, and he yeah. fought Jojo Diaz and uh, Jorge Lenores. Yeah. This is Devin Haney last uh, six fights. Yep. So I'm going to give him credit. But None of these fighters other than Lomachenko is gonna touch these top five in the top in the one forty. Mm. So I'm I'm not gonna like uh on his victory, he won it. Yeah. That's what yeah. it is. Yeah. But at the same time, dog, he gotta fight these fighters before it's over with and sit and done. And even Tank, Tank Davis, if Tank, if they come up to one, if Tank come up to 140, these yeah. fights has got to the, these fights has got to happen. Before we crown him what he wants to be crowned, hmm.
0: one name that you didn't mention is Richardson Hitchens.
3: And you know, he had some tough fights against uh, Antoine
0: and the, and the amateurs. And the amateurs, and then yes. When it comes to Tank, from what I heard, you saw a guy in Devin Haney who on Fight Night was 165. There's no way Tank is fighting him if he's going to come in the ring that big, bro. <laughs> I don't think it's yeah. going to happen.
3: Mm-hmm. But you better believe I like the combinations. Man. You Gotta believe tanking them, they just like they did with Ryan Garcia, they're going to have a, a, a rehydration clause. You know that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it ain't gonna happen um, like that because when he if he come in at 165, he's already the taller, longer guy. So, you telling me he's gonna be taller, longer, and bigger? Yeah, that that, that ain't gonna happen, Joe.
1: So, so Ray, I, I we heard Lou, we heard Lou's list. So, who would you out of that list? Who would you want to see him fight?
0: Well, I mean my bias is is, is, is Gary Antoine, of course. That's, me, that's my that's bias. But right. see, that's see, see right. so so based on based on what Bill is saying, right? Mm-hmm. They now feel like they're the A side. They're gonna go for big money fights, Bill Haney. Mm-hmm. So if that's the case, then Tio makes the most sense in terms of who gonna or oh, Ryan Garcia. I think he's gonna be Ryan Garcia. Uh Gary Antoine told me all the record, you know what I'm saying? I don't think Ryan Garcia, a lot of us don't think he's it, you know what I'm saying, in terms of amongst boxers. We we feel like He's somebody that though. He, like he's him. a he's a he's a big name, but we feel like we can walk through him. But so I feel like if if he's going for the money fights, it's either going to be Ryan Garcia or it's going to be it's going to be Tio. If T.O. gets the right money, you know Tio's going to hop in the ring. The problem is with boxing right now, so many people are looking for money fights and they're not worried about the opponent. Like, why is Roly keep getting opportunities at this weight? Is this he should he should
3: be in the ring with these guys? You ain't mentioned Roly Romero. Why not? Because he's not the top guys. Hey, but you know what? I got him on this list though. I got him on his list because I just feel like it's all Roley? about social media. It's oh, all about, it's all about cool. your mm-hmm. your fan base. True. Man, Roly yeah. don't belong in the ring with none of these guys, man. Facts, man. He don't. Facts. And I'm not hating oh. on him. Every man got his own way of earning a living, and I will never take that away. Mm-hmm. But these five fighters that I named, they'll mop up the floor with uh, Roley
1: yeah
3: you know what i'm saying I've been, i knew Roy was trash so up, and i would never hate on a guy for earning a living he ain't out here busting nobody across the head to earn his money he ain't here yeah. earning it the right way but True. at the same time i can't put him in here with these five guys that i just named never. for potential 140 uh division fights for uh Devin haney i can't man Devin haney a mop up the floor with him joe De- Devin Haney talking about going to 147, and
0: many saying if he gained seven more pounds, his his pop and his power would translate. I don't know if that's the case or not. I don't man, think it look, was translate. let
3: me tell you something. and You <laughs> know this. Me. I woke up. I was fast this morning because I'm a fast guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I woke up fast. And what I'm trying to say is, you don't wake if you if you went to sleep with no power, you're gonna wake up with no power. <laughs> I mean, I mean, does that make sense? It make a lot of sense, right? I went to sleep last night and I turned the light out without getting out of bed. I'm man, fast, man. and I woke up the same way. So you don't just go to sleep like, and wake up different. Nah, you just don't. Like, like you watch the Pro race fight. I'm like, like, yeah, you knocked
1: him down, but I'm like, you're supposed to finish him. Like he's my mind supposed to is like finish him. You're
3: supposed to finish him because you
1: it just it was like you said, Lou, the class was just too much. Like the class of boxing was too much to a point where. You can hit him anytime you wanted to, and you're like he—you—you you just stumbling, but you should have knocked him out. Like you could do whatever you wanted, and you couldn't knock him out, like for real. And that's what I was like. Yeah, you look a little bigger. He did look bigger. Um, he looked a little stronger, but but it wasn't like again to your point, Lou. Like you don't got that pop. It just still ain't. It still ain't going. It ain't. It ain't there. Your boxing skills are are, are great. Nobody gonna ever diminish your boxing skills, bro. Like, it's it's top yeah, level. It really is. It's top level. But. I'm, I'm I'm gonna be biased on this joint though, Ray. I'm sorry, but yeah, Antoine Russell, that's who I want to see him fight. I want to see him for I want to see him because I think Gary Antoine Russell is ready. I think he's ready for it. And I feel like he has the pop, you know what I'm saying, to like make it a fight. And I do think that if you watch the thing about Devin, like Devin Devin Haney, he does box, but if you try to challenge his manhood, he's willing to go. And I just
3: feel like he's willing to go with Antoine, he can get caught. Yes. I, I, I want to see a fighter that's able to cut the ring off on him. Yeah, Like Lomachenko cut the ring off on him, y'all. True. Go back and look at that fight. Yeah. Lomachenko is a veteran fighter. He cut the ring off on Devin and made Devin fight. Yeah. And it brought the best out of Devin. I, yeah. I can't even tell you, like, the fight was close. It was. Mm-hmm. So I, I can it was a live with fight. whoever won. I just didn't um, think that one scorecard, I think he had him like three oh, rounds. Oh, it was terrible. That was a Yeah, it was scorecard. terrible. Yeah. yeah, the fight was back and forth. Yeah. I want... Gary Antoine Russell, I watched his last two fights when I found out I was going to be on the show. Yeah. And he was able to cut the ring off on his mm-hmm. opponent. Now, was this opponent at nine Devin nine. Haney's level? Yeah. No, but he has the fundamentals to learning how to, to cut the ring off. Mm-hmm. And, and Regis program. he was just following him around, catching punches the whole night. So
0: man, combos too. He was yes. catching
3: three, three punches saying. at a time. I was like, he was, he was a target. He was an easy target. That's what I'm just right. saying. It's
1: but, just but, like, but you know
0: what? Tank, Tank been saying that he talking about his footwork. He's flat-footed. He walks into punches. He walks into shots. If he was facing Tank, he'd have been asleep. <laughs> he been yeah, asleep.
3: because I feel like Devin Haney was supposed to knock this dude That's out because he wants to be consistent. I think one of his what makes him mad is people are not giving him that respect. Yeah. Well, in He's boxing, you got to earn that shit, y'all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was supposed to demolish this dude, toy with him for five or six rounds, and get his ass yeah, I, out oh, of there. But he great. didn't great. do that. Yeah. So now, guys like us, who are up late nine o'clock, nine thirty at night, giving <laughs> the people what they great. want, talking yeah. the good, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. You got to convince us. Yeah. Because I don't, I don't have no horse in the race. Mm-hmm. I just call it like I said. Y'all know me. I'm a straight shooter. Hell yeah. You I'm gonna call it like I see it. So now he wants to be considered like the boogeyman. Yeah. No, the boogeyman I... gets your fighter up out of there. Tank is the boogeyman. He's he smiling. toyed with um Ryan got six, Garcia. Six seven he rounds. Did, he did and toy with Check his ass in in the seventh round. Did. You know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna
0: lie. Right now, I'm <laughs> yeah. with a body with a body shot at
1: that. A body
3: shot. Nah, he toyed with
0: him. He toyed with him. I'm cute.
1: Man, that Bama
3: felt like he had diarrhea at the, at the mall. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: and, and, and and the thing is,
3: Ryan admit he could have got up, but he was yes. like, nah, nah,
0: nah. Kid Ken, Kent, Cruz, same, same exact way that Gary yeah. Asman got him out body yeah. shot, and he looked up like I don't think no. I felt that. I don't think I want to do that again. I so do it I'm, again. I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna stay down. I mean, we talking about one knee, man. These dudes are killers. But I, I do like Devin Haney. I'm a huge Devin Haney fan because you talk about a fan of the Sweet Science. Like, of course, Tank is the biggest. He's the biggest attraction because he knocks people out. He bring he brings out everybody. Movie stars, basketball players, because they are yes. coming to see a knockout. But when mm-hmm. you come to see the Sweet Science, man, Devin Haney is somebody you would love to see fight because he 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 does he does a lot right. Bring generalship. I think he's dope um I do think Gary Antoine Russell was right there with him though uh, I think uh again does. I'm being a little bit uh biased but when you look at all the Russell brothers in terms of ring generalship and IQ they, yeah. they 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 can fight with the best of them which is why Gary ain't, ain't get put out there by Lomachenko he ain't get knocked out no nope. mm-hmm.
1: no I agree I, I agree I I do want to talk to you about another fight because it just hit my it hit my alert <laughs> like a couple of hours ago it's uh, happening yeah it's happening Anthony Joshua Deontay Saudi Arabia March 9th, what is your, I, so, so I'm <laughs> Anthony Joshua, dude. Everybody knows about me. I'm Anthony Joshua, dude, right? Was the, and people say I'm coming, he's Nigerian. I'm Nigerian, I'm, Nigerian, I'm biased. But I'm Anthony Joshua, dude. Yeah. You know what i saying? But, but I always stated this about Deontay because I just, off the rip, so I'm very consistent. Like I told folks Deontay, like I just couldn't box to me. Like he's, I said that when everybody was in love with him and the, before he saw Fury. His power is crazy though. Don't get it twisted, it's crazy. I respect the power. But I said that Joshua would get him, and I'm finally getting this fight. So I want to get your your
3: expertise, Lou. Like, when you look at this fight, what do you see? I see it as a as a pick'em fight. Yeah, okay. You know what I'm saying? Joshua yeah. can box. Yeah. But you got to look on the flip side. I know that's your dog, but like, yeah, I'm going to give see. it to you real. To you see, know. See. But... His chin is like glass Joe. bro. I agree. I know this, I know this, dude. I know <laughs> and, this, That's I, I, but you gotta, <laughs> I know this, <laughs> but you gotta look at okay, people who can box they give uh Deontay Wilder problems mm-hmm. to me. It's going to be who can execute their game plan. If mm-hmm. I was a betting man, I'm going to bet on uh. Deontay. Deontay Wilder yeah. because he got that night quill, Joe. <laughs> he got he got that night quill in his right hand. Everything could be going wrong. Yeah. Think about when he fought King Kong Ortiz. Oh my God, he was losing Ortiz that fight. Ortiz was winning he both was, of those killing, fights. He
0: was killing that fight. Hey, great. <laughs> he was winning the fight then. He,
3: gotta it, he, yep. kill- I, he got to man. Yep. But if I was a betting man, I'm going I'm to go with uh, Deontay Wilder, man. I've seen that fight. Maybe later, later rounds. Okay. Deontay Wilder getting to him because if 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 Joshua had a chin, it'd be easy. I, I, it'd be easy because you got to yeah. think. I know. He got knocked out by uh, what's the boy name? Ruiz. 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 Yes. Ruiz, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he didn't even really like catch Can't him, rock. catch him. Yeah. yeah. I know. But he- I'm just me as a boxing fan. I'm just glad that the fights are happening. Yeah. We we win it. Whether yeah. Deontay Wilder win or, 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 or Joshua wins, we win it uh-huh. because we're What's starting up? to see the best fighting the best, man. That's one thing that I'm glad is happening because now they have nowhere to run. Look at uh, Tank Davis, Shakur Stevenson, Devin Haney. Uh-huh. After a while, they're not going to be able to run uh-huh. because it's guys like us are going to hold them accountable. I'm tired of them fighting cab drivers, man. You know what I'm saying? I want to see them fight, <laughs> not cab drivers, but I want to see a fight where we going in not mm-hmm. knowing who's going to win. Like you just said, Deontay Wilder and, and Joshua. We don't know who's going to win. So I think yeah. it's a great fight.
0: Ray, what you what you think, bro? I'm just hoping that with the changes within PBC going to Amazon Prime or whatever deals they're working on, that – all the boxing kind of like what anthony peterson said on this show comes together we need we need everybody to fight we need everybody to, to 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 extend their hand across the aisle you got you got too much talent out here to not get the best fight that's 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 basically what you're saying lou so bob aaron bring your stable over fight eddie hearn stable fight fight uh um, al Heyman's stable man it's too much money to be made It's too many big fights yes. for you not to make these big fights happen, David, David Benavidez, Canelo, all these fights that we want to see, they should happen. And there's so many good up and coming fighters, so many young fighters that I feel like we haven't even seen them scratch the surface yet. We haven't seen the best of tank yet. I, mm-hmm. I really don't, I don't think I really so. I
1: don't think we haven't either. I don't think we haven't either. So, either do you think the winner of this fight, if, if it's competitive, do you think the rematch, or do you think the winner of this fight moves on to fight the winner of Usyk Fury? Oh. Yes.
3: Yes, the winner fights fights yep. the winner moves Yeah, the winner moves on. I think that's something that needs to happen. So would yeah. you
1: want to see a would you want to see a wilder fury fight
3: again? No, I don't. <laughs> That's what I think. That's what I'm saying. Like, but it's gotta happen see? though. Yeah, because if, if we're gonna carry that on, I, whoever's the best. Yeah, that's true. I guess you know yeah. what I'm saying? So we, we can't say I don't want to see it because they fought four times, yeah. three times that's already. Cool. Yeah. The best fighting the best, man. I'll,
0: I'd rather see it. I'd rather see Jared Anderson. I'd rather see Jared. I'd rather see Jared get a chance because it's something that, like you said, Lou, we don't know. We don't know who's going to win.
1: Yeah, I like Jared Anderson, but I, I think it, to Lou's point though, because you are fighting, because they're arguably three and four, right? The three or four best heavyweights in the game, and Wilder yes. and Joshua. So, it, just in terms of common sense, it would probably it would have to be the winner of them seeing, unless they're doing a rematch. Unless they're doing a rematch, and then that does slide Jared Anderson into the play to say, all right, I can fight whoever next. But I do think unless it's a a rematch, if it's not a rematch, and say Fury beats Usyk, and then Wilder does beat Joshua, then yeah, I kind of think that it 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 would only make sense. I don't know if Fury would do it again, though. That's the only thing. I'm not sure if Fury would do it again. He would try to find a way not to do it knowing tyson
3: fury but yeah it's hard to beat somebody four times in a row yeah exactly you know what i'm saying that's the only thing. hey
0: salute bro i appreciate you man definitely
3: it's just kidding it. J- jordan Fleming,
0: exactly <laughs> Hey, listen. It's, re- it's 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 respect to the boxes. I, I I'm a I'm a tank fan, but I don't want to see him fight Pitbull
3: Cruz again. I just don't. Yeah, I, I don't want to see that. That's what, I don't oh, see that, that fight
0: again? Oh, the, the, oh yeah. They're they
1: trying to hype that fight up for real. I'm like, come on, like let that fight go. Like he fought one hand, bro. Like get over it. He won one hand, and and y'all and acting like won. he and y'all acting like he like bull really should have won the fight. Yeah. Y'all got to stop that crap, man. Yeah. For real? I
3: yeah, that's my hey, brother Mike, special more, shout out to my brother Mike, here.
0: man. <laughs> we, we need more big fights in the DMV. I was just saying during our wizard segment, if that entertainment sports arena in Southeast in your hood, Louisville closed, man. I mean, it if the, the basketball stops there, that should be a venue for fights without a doubt. You already know you've been there. It, it's it's a good
3: size, man, for, for fights here. Well, I, I'm gonna tell y'all this, and it's because me and Kiki, we are um locked in with the boxes. You know, we just covered a fight up in Baltimore. Mm. We locked in, and I'm here to tell y'all, man, DMV boxing is on the rise. I believe it. They're they going to be so good, it don't matter where they fight at. They can fight at the Home Depot parking lot.
2: Dude, <laughs> I'm serious. These I fighters,
3: man, They we, we locked in with them, and DMV boxing is on the map, man. You got to think about Trayvon Marshall, uh, Dave, uh, the body snatcher Whitmore. We, dog, DMV yeah, boxing week so at, and that was just in the 140 division. You got Sugar yeah, Wayne, yeah. man. You got uh Trey Pounds, dog. I'm telling you, you heard it here first. DMV boxing is back, and I ain't just saying that because I'm on you all show and I want to look pretty. Saying it, dog, <laughs> day is on a rise, dog. I'm telling you, man. Nah, I, it, I we can see it's it, we can see on the rise.
1: It. We, I mean, nothing like it. I feel like when you got a DMV boxer. In, 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 in the game and it's high in the game. You see a difference in, in the boxing game. I ain't gonna lie. When they out there and they doing it, it's different in the boxing game. Something about it. Like I feel like it brings- Not all, it all of us, well, I mean, had We
0: had William Joppy and Sean Bay back in my day, man. You know what I'm saying? William Joppy, we went to the same barbershop, man. And Bernard, was, <laughs> Bernard said, you can win well, I'm around. I'll give you some extra money, bro. <laughs> but nah, DMV boxes is dope, man. Ain't nothing, is, ain't nothing like DMV boxing, bro. And, and we buy it, of course, but, but like you said, Lou, you just be you just being real, man, because you, you cover the sport from, yeah. from, from from every angle. You know what I'm saying? Fighters mm-hmm. from yeah. everywhere.
3: I'm serious, yeah, man. We, we, we understand. Like, someone, we give I cannot think special. of this
0: dude's name right now. It's
3: frustrating me. It's, it's, it's Wait, getting bro. to you, right? It is getting to you. You Can tell. <laughs> hey, look, that's how light skinned dudes be brainstorming, man. We just... <laughs> 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 I
0: ain't got nothing to do with my skin color, man. I can't think of it, man. <laughs> Hey, oh you said, yo. hey, Mel, you said the command the commander's on the rise too that's
3: exactly oh my man, god
0: man
3: don't do that man I, i'm a commander's <laughs> fan but don't do that we're not on the rise hey look that's, <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey that's my co-worker right there big man that's my bodyguard man yeah. hey he he's a commander's friend i've been giving him hey, the hey. business every day man yeah. <laughs> bro
1: i'm a commander's fan but don't do not we are not on the rise man i'm sorry we're just not you know what I'm saying? I'm, and I'm a I'm a so called diehard oh. fan, and I'm like, man, we you know, about bro. to
3: put the Commanders in the uh the oh, HBCU uh, division, dog. We about to put. To hey this- yo, chill out. <laughs>
2: hey, go ahead, Hey Lord. yo, chill hey, out. You said a
1: me chill out, man. Chill out. Chill oh out. man, y'all
0: y'all about to get me
1: started, hey, I, man.
0: I, wow.
3: Hey yo, chill out. Man. Hey,
0: good stuff, Lou. <laughs>
3: Lou, man, hey, don't be a stranger, Lou. Real talk, man. Yeah, yeah man. Right. Hey, look, man, I'm proud of what you guys are doing, man. When I first found out, because I, I, I was looking at my brother and I seen that you guys had him on the show. I was looking at mm-hmm. my brother Anthony Peterson mm-hmm. and I seen that you guys interview him, man. And I've been following you guys ever since, man. <laughs> like I said, man. you don't just wake up and do this shit. We ain't us up here looking pretty. It's research, yeah. it's all types of stuff that goes into just having this show right here. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When I found out I was coming on the show, I had to go and do a little research. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I respect what you guys are doing, man. Uh continue uh success, man. Mm-hmm. And I hope, Ray, I hope I didn't hurt your feelings when I said you know, Wally had the best jump shot, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because you look, hey, you, look man. You, you look like you was a little puzzled, and I ain't wanna hurt your feelings, champ. <laughs>
0: Nah, listen, man. You no, no, no. It wasn't that. I respect my man. You know, basketball's over for me, bro. But here's the thing, though. You said he had a quick release, and that's why I was like,
1: I do a quick release. Don't let, don't say let he it. got it
0: off so quick.
1: I did though. Nah, that was a fact. Now, nah, I do have quick release. He's right. I can get it all quick. I can change it. My He's man right.
0: Anthony Peterson. Man. He said I'm like Robert Ory, man. He said, just "Leave me in the corner, bro." I'm gonna knock <laughs> he did out say, every he time. Just <laughs> say. that. <laughs> <laughs> he, he got the best J in the Peterson family, man. You feel me?
3: <laughs> and, at least that's what he thought. <laughs> <laughs> At least that's what he thought, man. Hey, man. Hey,
1: Lou. Hey, Lou, man. man appreciate you being all man. Everybody, close the show out. But before we before we end this show, man,
3: you want to plug anything? The floor is yours, my man. This has been great, man. If y'all go subscribe to the channel live with Light Skin Lou on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. And TikTok. Once again, special shout out to the queen of the show, the Live of Light Skin Lou show, Kiki. She is the bomb. She do she does everything. Like I told y'all at the beginning, I just show up and look pretty. You know what I'm saying? That's all I do. She handles everything. But no, every Wednesday at 8:30, we have a special guest on the show. Make sure y'all tap in with us. And One day, man, we're gonna have these two dudes right oh, here on know. the show because I believe in networking, man. Like when we we, we talked earlier, yeah. said coming through said, No problem, man, let's do it and let's you make let it me. happen, man. Let
1: me know if we won't even do a show that day. We're we on your show, just let, just let yeah, me know. We're we coming
3: through he, and we're gonna kick it, man. Kick it. Appreciate the, you guys,
1: man. All love Lou. You're one of our favorites, right? Hands down, right? Yeah, we talk about we actually. It's why we talked about you before. I saw you online. I know like, we, all we we couldn't you. find
0: you for a
3: long yeah, time. Yeah, we were we, we talking about go, you. Let's we go forward, like, yeah, yeah. Disappeared for a minute. I had some cases out there, and Lord, I had to get to disappear. <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay.
3: I had to disappear for a minute, but now nah, I miss I miss you guys, man. Uh, yeah, Playing ball with you, you guys yeah, know, from from seven thirty to nine o'clock, ten o'clock sometimes. Man, it was it was one of the best bro. times of my life, man. So I look forward to. uh Chopping it up with you guys, um, just you know, helping each other out, man, because yeah. we're on the same lane, man. Yeah, and yeah, um sure. we look out for each other. So um, when the time comes, we're gonna get you guys on the show, man. We're gonna chop it up, champ. Sound good, for sure. Sound man. good, all right. Lou, man. Appreciate you, my man. We d- really do, man. All right, champ. All right, man. Take it easy, Lou. All right, hey, look, hey Ray, you good, yeah. right? Hey. Oh, yeah, for sure, man. Hey, look, okay, <laughs> hey, hey. I, I still I can still get out there and do
0: it if I dedicate myself. Just remember that, bro.
3: <laughs> okay, I look forward to it, champ. I, and I can I, still
0: bitch more than I can still bitch more than both of y'all. So hey.
3: Oh my same. god! You see his screen, Rosa. That, that's, that's <laughs> cap right there. <laughs> you <laughs> was all cap. He cap right. Capin', all cap, dog. <laughs> I got
0: that. I got that Devin Haney. That Deontay Wilder. This is Deontay back. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. Trust hey, me. Oh man. Hey, T.I. said another great light skinned man. T I he said, he said you can hit if you want to, but you're wasting your time. you that. <laughs> Real talk, bro. All
1: right, man. All right, Lou, man. We do this all day for I'm gonna hold you. All right, Lou. All right, champ. We talk to you, man. All right, man. Take it easy. All right. All right, man. Oh man. That's, my that man was Lou, cool. bro. That's what's up. Yeah, I missed him, man. I love Lou, man. Just good. I'm glad we had him on. We could talk and just see. It was that it, it reminded me of the days in sports field. I gonna hold you. It did though, bro. Yeah. It's the truth, bro. It's like it's wild how some things don't don't ever change. You
0: know what I'm saying? Hey, just, just a little, just a little more age. That's all it is. Honestly, We still good though, bro. Yeah, that's all it is, man. But yeah, man, it's been a great show. Woo, almost everybody. two hours tonight. Dang!
1: I told you, dog. I told what I tell you when we did this joint. I said the joint going be. We got. I said when we got Lou on the show. It's going to be longer. I said this joint. It's going to be long. We just gonna have to. We're gonna deal with it.
0: <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey do, it, it was dope though man, for sure, it was, man. Dope. hey appreciate everybody for listening thanks to our guests and also of course subscribe to our channel and check out you know a video we got coming out soon uh probably yeah. tomorrow i guess yeah, t- uh, yeah tomorrow with another dmv native bro another yeah. dmv dude man is, bro i'm trying to tell you you don't want to miss that one you don't you do you don't but uh real quick make sure you subscribe to our, our
1: podcast on spotify on like our audio podcast on spotify apple podcast tune in Appreciate I heart you, radio and Google podcast just search the urban sports and also follow us on x at urban sports scene IG and like our I mean a- IG at urban sports scene and like our urban sports scene Facebook page make sure you subscribe to the urban sports scene YouTube channel as well but as Ray mentioned hey, this is uh, we got a couple new followers so hopefully you know some more new followers appreciate you all for following us. Just hope you like the content. Like Ray said, <laughs> hey, check out the home of the urban sports scene, Ampire Media at Amplipiremedia.com. And this show could be found on the Podcast DC app. Download the Podcast DC app to hear all of the Ampire shows as well as other great content. And anyway, this has been a great show. Appreciate everybody for tuning in. Anybody who... Had, yo, oh, man. Thank you, appreciate man. Appreciate you, bro. Appreciate, appreciate you, you bro. Real, real talk. Appreciate you, man. Um, Appreciate everybody for tuning in, man. Appreciate Lou for stopping by. Uh, man, I'm glad Lou hit me up on, on IG, man. I was like, Yeah, come on. Hey, come and on for me.
0: y'all who still watch it, check out all burgundy and go everything three. Uh, show song, yeah. Fox Sports 1340 is everything commanders, bro. Uh, it yeah. used to be called All Skins, everything, but you know, especially you commanders fans, uh, brighter, brighter days are hit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't say sure. that much.
1: Anyway, chill <laughs> out, chill out, right? So, anyway, <laughs> you've been listening to all. all I'm to say all You I want to say it too. <laughs> You've been listening to the but I thing for IJD. Deuces, a mega. Lead us out, big homie.